Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Industry leading. Difference making. Tomorrow shaping. World changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Hey, Daddy, this is Dollar Beat. BoxingVoice.com. No matter what nobody say, man, can't nobody fuck with me, man. You know, I can't be fucked with, you know. Dollar D. Beyonce Productions. Whether you pay to see me win mm. or you pay to see me lose, mm. you're going to pay. Fuck it, the kids still got to eat. I don't have to watch, you know, any footage of a, a fighter. I mean, because I'm Floyd Mayweather, everybody got to watch me. I knew eventually I was going to have to fight Oscar. I feel like, um, I feel like he was straight up and down, no really no special effects. BoxingWoods.com I can Canelo had the biggest deal Your, your deal is for 300 million And I made I made 350 million Just in one fight And you're fighting on the app BoxingWoods.com I'm a king Okay mm-hmm. I eat a feast But every time I eat I eat a feast And when I get up from the table I don't give a fuck Who get the leftovers At the end of the day Follow my green print what up what up what up and welcome back ladies and gentlemen it is thursday thursday is crow day it's august 27th and it's preview and prediction day we got a lot of fights this weekend we will be predicting to find out who is the grandmaster picker of them all now if you don't know what the Grandmaster Picker is, because it sounds a little weird, depending what age group you're in, you know, Grandmaster and all that craziness. But hey, it's Info Joe from California. He came up with it. And what the Grandmaster Caller means is that you are the best caller amongst all callers when it comes to picking it right. Now, we have our Fantasy Pick'em League. You could join that at Patreon.com for as little as three bucks. We'll split that cup of coffee. You know, we got Mitty with us Thursday, so I don't know. Maybe somebody doesn't get a shot, but at least you get to play the game. That being said, I've given you an opportunity to catch up to me because, you know, I fell asleep on making my pick with Jeff Horn. I would have got it wrong anyway because I was not going to pick Zoo, and Zoo surprised us. But the Fantasy Pick'em League and all its open fights, which you can pick on, end at midnight tonight. No more crying to Mitty. 
No more DMing Mario and Doomsday and I oh, miss my pigs. <laughs> help me, help me, I miss my pigs. Ness is cheating. No, if you ain't get it done, that's your problem. And oh well. That being said, let's get <laughs> right into it. So, a little bit of hate in Taron Crawford blood, huh? I wonder who he's talking to. Does he have hate in his heart for his own fans that are frustrated with that resume? Or does he have hate in his promoter for making him live this life with that resume? We'll find out exactly who Bud Crawford hates. But we got to talk about Ramirez versus Postal. Uh, Jose Ramirez, uh, top ranks new darling, going to be defending both his titles this Saturday versus Victor Postal, the mandatory, after he knocked off the Frenchman, Midi's brethren, Mumin. 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 But, uh, yeah, because, you know, there was a lot of talk about Postal not earning this position and getting a shot. And, and, and Midi was like, hey, wait a minute. He beat one of our best Frenchmen out there to get this position, so we got to credit him. And I was like, yo, come on, he robbed me more. He's like, nah, nah, it was a straight, you know, win, you know? So, look, we got to give uh, Postal his respect. He's earned his way back into this position. We know Ramirez is trained by Robert Garcia, puts together a good game plan and uh, an all-action fight. We'll see, can Postal take the body shots? of a Jose Ramirez, but gentlemen across the pond, all the way nine hours deep into Texas, and the guy from the Jersey. What's up? Oh, yeah. What up? And don't forget, we got um, Brittany Goosen Brown from TGB Promotions scheduled at 8, 50 minutes from now. Let's go, champ. You feel me? What up, what up, what up? Like What up, Bella? Ramirez. Postal, man. That's all I'm just looking forward to, man. It's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be a good fight. Uh, but yeah, man. And I'm a lot of sure. fights. A lot of good. Fights. Yeah, a lot, lot of fight. I I feel like this one is really like the good fight of the, the weekend. The best There's, one, yeah. Yeah, sure. the best one for sure. There are a lot, a lot of fights, but I mean, like this one is the one that will steal the show for sure. Uh, but yeah, like so. apart from that, I'm I most know. excited about Daniel Dubois. Are you kidding me? Nah, that that's like an easy fight. I think that that's what I'm saying. There are a lot easy of like work? A-side work? fight. Yeah, a lot of easy work this weekend. Like Ness you was know. trolling right there, but why did it sound like he was trolling when he was talking about Jose Ramirez? He's like, <laughs> top rank starling, asshole. Like, he just sounded like he hates him. Hey, no, we, we can't, you can't hate on, uh, on Ramirez, man. No, I, 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 know, like, just, you know? I don't think he was. I just feel like that's the way he sounded. Call yeah. You. What about you, Doomy? What's the best fight this weekend? Yo, listen to me, man. We're back. We're back. We're back, man. We have stacked little cards. We're getting better competition. We got new and uprising stars fighting on these cards. You know, Elvis Rodriguez, the Dominican Nightmares. You know, new hope for the Dominican Boxeo future along with others. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's soup. And uh, and you got other guys in there. I mean, I... I went in there try to see who Cody Wilson is. I don't know who he is, but he looks like one of the guys Mitty be talking about, you know? <laughs> Tough club guys, you know what I mean? Uh, you ain't supposed to know about them. At this time, you know, at this point in his career, it's no more for Elvis to be fed those guys. It's Dubois. Yeah, sure. I don't know why. 
but I, I well I know I know why because he's got another big fight lined up. But come on, man, we want a little bit more than that. A big but fight that I've, might not happen. Yeah, that's true as well. A big fight that might not happen. But man, a lot of craziness going on these days mm -hmm. with like you know uh, the uh, the pandemic situation, man. Like a lot of fights are just you know falling through the cracks, man. But you know, yeah. so yeah. No, listen, yeah. I don't... Go go ahead, Dumi, my bad. Nah, I'm just saying, the guy he's fighting is easy work. Daniel Dubois' guy, I mean, he's... he's well, a, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know him. And he, got, he, got one he got one loss, you know. We didn't yeah. know we, we, didn't, we didn't know Formella, and he, he turned out all right. Yo, no, I feel like, that's Mini, true. how you You're pronounce right. his name? Uh, is it Snyder's or Schneider's? Yes, bro, bro I feel like his Schneid name was Snyder's, and he Schneiders. misspelled it or something. I'm going to say Singer's. We need to ask like Reef King, right? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm sure he's from, the, uh, uh, he's from the Netherlands, right? So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Mark Riff. Blake. Well, right? know, Do you know his Riff last King. name is Snyderders? Snyderders. Snyderders. Oh, those are my favorite appetizers at Applebee's. Yeah. He's got a bad case of the Snyderders. Yeah. I'll take an order of snidgeders for the table, please. <laughs> yo, well, I mean, like, no, uh, yo, Queens yo, this week is not gonna take a risk with that guy. That's for sure. So no, they, they don't want to fumble right. the bag. So. I'm pushing the envelope, Mitty. You know, because yeah. you know sometimes we do get some good ones. It's funny yeah. though that this week uh, there's a lot of names like that. You know, you got Vendetti. Oh, these guys coming out of nowhere, getting these prime. Time slots. Uh, Vendetti's going to be facing Laura. Never heard of him. Never Fair heard down. of him. It sounds like he's Vendetti, so that's <laughs> no idea. He sounds like he's got himself a vendetta for us not no, knowing him. What's the mask? Uh, uh, the, what's the, 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 the Dahlia? The, the, I the love Lara, that sequel, the, the great, for, great for Vendetti. I think that's what it is. No, man, listen, the Laris card is weird altogether. There are no actual fights on that card. He, it's just, he's you know, that's, that's... No, he's got... He's wait, got, wait, uh, y'all are disrespecting Yeah, Caleb Truex. Caleb Truex is on oh, the other yeah. card. No, that's, that, a, that's, that's a true, fight. Actually. I like... I don't know why, but I like that fight. And Caleb yeah, Truex getting that win. It's the battle of, like, the, the two guys that are slightly past it and, yeah. you know, just try, trying to do... To do something, revive yeah. their career or keep their career alive or something. Actually, that's a decent fight, you know. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It, 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 like, like, I'm picking Truax. You could write it down. My thing is this, like, can he really do it? He's supposed to be able to beat Angulo at this stage of Angulo's career. But, you know, can will, will Angulo abandon the pressure uh, in his game plan this late in his career because he knows that that's just a grueling pace. Can he still keep it up? But right. let's get back to the top because we're, we're going a yeah. little bit everywhere. Saturday, Las Vegas, yeah. ESPN Plus, not ESPN, gentlemen. ESPN Plus will have a title mm. fight. Jose Ramirez, Victor Postal, 12 rounds from Ramirez, WBC and WBO Junior Welterweight title fight. Now, this is one of two fights that Ramirez has to win before he can be considered a true Terrence Crawford opponent. Obviously, Bob Arum has been dangling his name and Crawford together since the Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. 
I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Unification with Hooker, but he's got to get past this and then that one other perceived, hopefully, Josh Cheller unification for Undisputed. I'm definitely picking Ramirez uh, by body shot devastation. I think he has a vendetta against Victor Postal's <laughs> body, and we'll see that happen today. Yo, I mean, like, super chat, super chat, yeah, real quick. Yeah. You got it, do me? Yeah, uh, Intrigue the Incredible says Crawford, first PBC fighter, will be the winner of Thurman versus Spence. Remember, I said it. Hmm. I hope so. Crawford's yeah. first PBC fighter, Father the winner Jack of Jack Hackett, who says boxing. That's all he said. Father oh, Jack Hackett. Father Jack boxing. Hackett in the building. Uh, all the fathers is coming out, champs. You'll see. Yeah. It's father, it's father time. And then so, uh, Father Larry Duff says, yes. Yes. So one says it's boxing. One says one boxing. Says the other boxing, says, the yeah. Other... Mario, I love the yes. way you read that. So much passion and emotion. It's like, yes. So, Mitty, you're the one interested yeah. in Postal and Ramirez. Uh, you want to give us some sort of breakdown? What do you expect? No, I, I, mean, I, I, expect I thought the A side Ramirez was supposed to does, win. Man. I expect what Ramirez always does, which is like bringing the hit. And bringing the combination, like, you know, body and head, body and head. Like, so uh, you're right. You know, I expect, like, Crawford to be put on the back foot. Um, sorry, Apostle being put on the back foot. And, you know, if he finds himself, like, um, you know, trapped against the rope, then it's good night. We've seen that with Hooker, for example. We've seen that with most of Ramirez's opponents, right? And the fact that Postal is also tall, uh gives like enough targets to the body where you know Ramirez loves to go he really loves to do that so yeah I, I'm picking Ramirez and I think you know he's gonna do the job uh but don't sleep on postal like you know maybe trying to catch him on the way and like using those long levers like you know that you know jab one two and that deceiving power that those tall dudes also also have like so uh but to be honest I think like Ramirez is a bit too tough and you know can take a punch and can walk through that and get to his target so you know that, that's kind of my breakdown uh it's it's an interesting fight but it's still not like a 50 50 it's like definitely more skewed towards like ramirez especially in the type of form that he's in right now so yeah man and for for the record yes Postol definitely earned his shot. He had like a, a final eliminator for that fight uh, for a shot at Ramirez uh, back in April last year. And yes, it was against my guy, Mohamed Mimoun, uh, the Frenchman, <laughs> and he did beat him. Like that was a good UD decision. Yeah, Even least, Mohamed said it himself, yeah. right? You know, hey, that, he, he lost for himself. You know, he says like he's only lost one fight in his career that he can agree with, and that's the Postol fight, you know. The rest are robberies. Robberies. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, I don't know. Do me. You want up next, or you want me to go? Yeah. No. No. Look. Uh, uh, Postal's definitely super chatty look, I... from the ew, ew, ew. chat party. <laughs> All right, Dan. Super chat party. My man said Larry Duff. So big super max is next. We need DSG dad talking again. Hashtag unmute Angel Garcia. Mm. <laughs> uh, he can come on here. Yo, true, word true. is born. He calmed down a lot, man. Uh, wonder if we're gonna get this uh, action. You know, now that Danny's coming up now against Earl. But Ken Stone, 
140 undisputed should chase Pack. He never had all four. Mm. That's true. It's a good point. Uh, that would be dope too. So, uh, so father fitting. So wait stack. a minute. So wait a minute. Is he saying like whoever becomes undisputed at 140 should start calling out Pack to yeah. give Pack an opportunity to win the belts at 140? Then, yeah, him in? yeah, yeah. Okay. That's probably the only one way you get to like defend them all is if you had like a Pacquiao as an opponent. Yeah, because the sanctioned bodies wouldn't strip you for that. They want to be part of that. Definitely. Go Uh, ahead, uh, Doomy. Next one's Father Fit and Stack. Ramirez for me. Up the Ara. Up the Ra. All right. All right. All right. Up the Ra sounds. All the fathers uh, coming out today. Yeah, this is the squadron. Mad Bet 100 says. Postal hits him high on Ramirez's head for the win. All right, and real quick before you Whoa. jump in, real quick, I, I don't see too much of the height disparity, reach disparity. I mean, this, they're, they're pretty much almost the same height. I think I think maybe because Victor Postal, the way he is built, right, Coach Mitty? He's he's built long, almost like a dongo in a bit. So I, I was feeling what you said when you when, when you said he might want to go to the body. So I see Ramirez really attacking. Um, but I've always seen Postal to be very technical, man. And uh, I think you pointed that out to me one time, Postal being very technical. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be a, a great fight. I just didn't know that Postal was even in that position, man. And um, I think it's going to be a great fight for Ramirez. Super Definitely. Chat. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, the real fight that's going on this Saturday inside the ring, it, you know, people are going to be watching Ramirez Postal. But the real fight is Ramirez versus Ramirez. And what I mean by that Say is... What? Can he, can he capture the imaginations of fight fans that don't quite yet see him with uh, Crawford? Don't see him quite yet in that arena or as a viable opponent. So the real issue is going to be, you know, not just can he win, but can he win in the most impressive fashion in a way that starts to inspire the idea that, well, you know, well, this fight would be pretty good with Ramirez, uh, with Crawford. You know, Postal at this point is, you know, basically the golden ticket to get the golden ticket to fight Terrence Crawford. You know, he's fought Josh Taylor. He's fought Crawford. And so with Ramirez, you know, in top rank, this is like, oh, well, the interest building, you know, common opponents. But I don't really think that works with Postal. So at the end of the day, he's just got to go in there and do it himself. He's got to build his own hype. He's gotten this far. He's in a pretty good situation. I think that Ramirez looks good on Saturday, fights Josh Taylor. If he wins that fight, he will be one of the biggest and most underlooked opponents that Crawford could land. Um, so it's a big Saturday for him. Call you big Saturday. Uh, intrigued. The incredible says Spencer versus Crawford, a closer fight. All the man clowns will be mad, but Thurman knocks Spencer out easy. All right. Champ Lamps. Man, Mario, you said like Ramirez is fighting himself on Saturday. Is that what you said? You know, yeah, (laughs) it's a battle. It's a battle to make. It's a battle to look as good as he can. So it's going to be fighting, you know, putting in a boring performance or no, he never does. Well, I wouldn't say he never does. I will say that he hasn't done it in a while, but no, I would say when he was first out the Olympics and he first signed a top rank, you know, and this is developmental aspects, but you know, he, he had, he would tend to, you know, get a little stale in there. His fights wouldn't go nowhere. They'd have Mm. Bits and spurts of action, but but they wouldn't go to some ultimate conclusion, you know, or or you know, big knockout it. or anything like that. But I get uh, it. I, I, he's got to do that with Postal. That's what I mean. 
I just didn't see those fights. Like, yeah, so you know, I can't disagree with you. You probably, you're probably right there. The ones that I've seen, you know, I find it hard to believe that you know anyone would be like bored with the Ramirez fighting style. The guy lets hands go, man. He lets that fly, and yeah, with bad intention as well, right? So, yeah, man. I, I, I doubt that's, that's that. why I think that the fight. Listen, I'm picking. Yeah. Ramirez and not only am I picking Ramirez I'm picking him to look incredible I think he goes in there I think he shuts down Postal completely it's a I think it's a fight that he wins easily I also think it's a fight that he looks good in takes it into the Taylor fight builds his reputation there like this is a mega fight in the waiting between Ramirez and Crawford it it, it truly is it's it's one of the best options they have he's got to be careful not to be too careless as well. Like, we all say that, yeah, he's going to do the job, and I think he's going to do the job. But with a guy like Postol, you you have to be careful. You can't just be careless and neglect your defense and, you know, uh, you know, just walk in. Like, you know, wasn't it like, um, what's his name? The Argentinian dude, like, he broke his face, right? Like, Postol <laughs> broke his face. Uh, how, why Why is Matisse, his name not right? coming back? Oh, Matisse. Yeah, Matisse. Yeah. Matisse Lucas yeah. Matisse, right? So he just walked forward and then he just took, like, one of those, like, backhands on the orbital bone and then that was it, man. Like, so you, you got to be careful with those guys and don't be careless. But I doubt that Ramirez will be careless. And also, you know, we know he's got a great corner uh, behind him. So uh, hopefully that, that won't happen, right? So... Big Supermax on the Super Chat says, Roach says Pacquiao out for the year. Hmm. Well, there goes the reason. I've seen Pacquiao training with his wife right now on social media. I've seen that like today or I don't know if it's recent, but he was doing something like. But he didn't clarify it was an injury or nothing, right? No. Well, he didn't look injured anyway. I don't know. Based on what he was doing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe you just meant, like, there's no opponents that are going to be able to get settled by the end of the year. Pat Mustard says, trading leather, best sport on earth. Yes, My man. Trying to agree You're more, right. Pat. You ain't wrong. I love his pictures, too. I like that. But, Yo, so, <laughs> you know. so real quick, Mitty, what happened? Why is hey. Liam Williams facing uh, some British dude I never heard of? I thought he was the mandatory to... Demetrius Andre. It looks like tune-up fight, right? So, you know, if you can't make a, a fight happen for God knows what reason, I don't have, like, the uh, the actual reason, you put him against, like, someone that nev- no one ever heard of and make sure that, you know, he just, you know, keep active. Like, don't go into camp and get frustrated or don't go into a fight with Andrade without having been active right Andrade will make you look stupid if you just go in a ring with him with ring rest so that that makes sense to give him a tune-up if you know somehow that the Andrade fight will be pushed back at the very least uh but he's not he's not mad that fight is not for money that fight is purely for knocking off the the ring rest I, I guess. wonder why yeah. Frank and Eddie haven't been able to hammer out that matchroom uh Queensberry fight now I know that you know, William has earned his position, so I, I just don't get why it's taking so long to, I guess, iron out the details and give us a true date. Like, Andrade yeah, yeah, I, doesn't I know, have anyone to fight. I think like fight. it's because it's a U.S. fight. Like, you know, that, you know, Metro maybe is, like, struggling to to make it happen with Liam Williams. Like, because Liam Williams versus Andrade in the U.S., that's going to be a U.S. fight, right? I'm pretty sure. And... I don't think that, you know, it's necessarily that appealing to the zone. It's that appealing to the public that maybe 
with the pandemic, they find it hard to just like secure the purse for everyone to be happy. So I think everyone is happy to wait a little bit. But, you know, I don't, I don't have like, you know, real fact. I'm just like speculating on that. Nah, and that sounds plausible to me, you know. Of course. I wonder why this couldn't make the, uh, you know, matchroom fight camp. You know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah, I mean, but I would have meant like, you know, hey, you know, you bring like uh, Andrade for, you know. And think about it, like, except from the Dillian fight, the matchroom fight camp has pretty much been like a, a domestic af- affair, right? No, so, I mean, Katie Teleponsoon uh, was on there. Yeah, but that was like on that uh, on that pay-per-view card, except from that card. like, But the, the first three cards were pretty much like domestic guys uh, that were fighting there where money was involved, but not we were not talking about mega money, right? Yeah. We were talking about guys that were taking maybe like, I don't even know if 100K is too much for them. But I mean, they were taking like average money, I would yeah, say, but not I, like I, super I, money. Honestly speaking, man, if we're talking about Kelbrook being offered 1.5 to fight Terrence Crawford, Liam is, you know, Liam and Warren, they're looking for... 175. I'll cap them at 350. They're capped at three. Like I don't think they're yeah, looking for more. And money they might than take that. that, but I, you know, I really don't know what the reality of uh, no a, a fight like that in the U.S. is, right? So, like Andrade coming to uh, the bubble in on um, fight camp would not have gone for less than a million or something. So I don't know if any of the fights in the first free fight camp made that kind of money. I'm pretty sure that they haven't. You know, uh, so yeah, it, it's it's all down to money. I'm pretty sure. You know, man, fight camp is gone, broken down. Yeah, Grass- it's strange. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, was... I think like Reef King and all that. It's true. Chris Congo versus Clay was a big fight, but a big fight on a sporting level, not on uh, the purse level. Those guys didn't see hundred k, man. Those guys didn't see like fifty k. If you see what I mean, so it was a cheap fight to make. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. T Bonafide on the Super Chat says, the underdog's been barking loud lately. Postal might do it. LOL. <laughs> betting. Turn into the betting show. Don't forget, guys. So, I guess let's move to the undercard. Um, looking yeah. like we are going to have a decent undercard with Arnold Barboza versus Tony Lewis. Tony Lewis is out of Canada. He's a pretty decent fighter. Um, never really able to capitalize here in America when he has come. He's he's always come as an opponent, put on a good show, but not really a winning show. I'm not expecting uh, Barboza to lose uh, at all. Um, I'm double-checking the weight, make sure Tony doesn't have to move up or down for this because I believe he was a natural 40-pounder, maybe 35-pounder. Yeah, um, he looks like he's been fighting. He fought at 147 uh, two fights ago against Adrian Estrella, but pretty much has been at 140, 135. What would you say? Is, is well, he a kind of a, a Steve Rolls coming to the to the, but, to the but, U.S.? But, but, but by yeah. 47, you mean he weighed over the 40-pound limit because he didn't weigh 47 from what I'm seeing. Yeah, well, uh, it says uh, 147. I don't know if no, it's... No, uh, you're looking on the right. He, if, yeah. you're, if you're on Tony, his weights are always on the left, and the opponent yeah. would be on the right. Yeah, I couldn't see it. It was, like, mixed into the date the way I looked at it. Uh, yeah, it is 144, so yeah. he's, been, uh, he's been on that weight. But, so. but, you know, since losing here in America, he's... he's uh, well, he lost uh, to Derry Matthews in the U.K. last, 
He lost to Ivan Radchak, who, uh, you know, beat Devin Alexander, but lost to Danny here in, in, in uh, you know, America. But then he, he <laughs> actually got one win before leaving. Derry Matthews? Who's that? Uh, that's a, Coach, Coach Mitty's man? Yeah. No, yeah. Derry Matthews is like a, a decent local name, right? So... Not exactly world level, but like you know, uh, definitely European level. Oh my God! Um, Look at the guys he's fought: O'Hara Davies, Luke Campbell, Terry Flanagan. Come on, those are good names. Terry Flanagan is world level. I'm like, wow, Anthony Carolla. Yeah, he fought Terry Flanagan twice. He usually lost like those those fights, right? So uh, that that's why he's not quite there. Like, um, yeah, man. Like, I don't know. Since the Derry Matthews. You know, Lewis, Tony Lightning Lewis, has gone on a, a, a big win streak. You know, uh, we're talking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people, ten, wow. ten straight wins of people that I really don't know, uh, all in Canada as well. So, you know, I mean, he had two American fights here with Edward Valdez and Samuel Amuko, or Amoko, I don't know, but... I'm going to go with Barboza. Barboza is the top-ranked fighter, top-ranked promoted product. Um, he has a very true Mexican style, throws a lot of punches, does a lot of work, kind of, you know, a rep- recipe per- for disaster for Lewis. Now, I'll say this. Um, it's not a given. Barboza hasn't beat anybody. Like, only name I see is, like, William Silva, who I believe is, like, some Brazilian or somebody that other people beat up, but not a guy. How about that, Mike Alvarado? No, not a again faded, faded. Mike Alvarado, like dude. Yeah, I, he is. He I went to see Alvarado in Denver versus Brandon, like in in '06 or something. You know what I mean? Nah, you ain't lying. The, like, how about Mike? How about Mike Reed? Mike Reed is a decent name, isn't that Mike Reed from uh, the DMV area? Yes, it is, and that's yeah. only his second loss. He's only lost to Ramirez. Now you gotta say he is he is coming off of the loss to Ramirez and 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 they threw him in there with the undefeated prospect, so they didn't give Reed a tune up. N- not everyone deserves it. Not everyone is your franchise fighter, and and, and you give him that treatment. But you know, uh, Reed went in with Barboza immediately after a loss to Ramirez, so that could have that could have had something to do with it. Um, Barboza's gonna have to show us he's the goods. Is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Uh, n- Nothing big sticks out. You know, having a, a world, former world champion like Alvarado on your resume is good, but the context is Alvarado wasn't the same. You know, Mike Reed win is definitely decent, and I might have to put that one down as his biggest win so far. Yeah, I see him uh, which, the bigger guy. Which, you know, Reed, Reed still needs to do a lot of stuff in boxing. Like, he hasn't really, you know, been able to do anything. He was on a, he was on a good win streak. Uh, undefeated win streak when he fought Ramirez, and that was his step up. You know what I mean? Like he's only beaten names like Aaron Herrera and on that level type of fighter. You know what I mean? So Reed himself, you know, needs to bounce back, and he has with two tune-up wins. But you know, we we mean bounce back with like a good, decent, winning name. But he's been inactive since June of 2019. Reed has. Damn, all right. Uh, Super chat by R. Jonesy says, Bud was probably talking about the punk horse police. Horse emoji police. Huh? Uh, mm. uh, punk horse police. Who was that? 
Oh, something must have happened uh, with a police horse. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, look, we might as well get into it. People super chatting about it. Uh, I'll go ahead and say that I'm going to pick uh, Barboza and then we can talk the Bud Crawford hate in his blood or hate in the heart, whatever he said on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. So, I mean, oh, we, so, yeah. Yeah, we could no, go no. through. Oh, go ahead, go, Mitty. I'm sorry. Go, Mario. Go, go, Mario. Like, that's fine. Go, Johnny. Go, go, go. Uh, no, I was going to say, uh, well, I don't know. What do you want to do? You just want to cut into it after the after No, I mean, go make, your the pick. make your pick, champ. Make we'll, your we'll, pick. Yeah, yeah. I'll go Barbosa. Barbosa. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think no. I'll yeah. Yo, I'm going with Arnold. All right. So just to wrap Barbosa. up top rank card before we get to Crawford, we have Anthony Chavez on the undercard in a sixth round versus Chris Zavala. Never heard of either. Six-round junior lightweight fight. I'll be tuned in and, uh, you know, check them out. I'll go with the A-side for, for pick purposes, Anthony Chavez. Yeah, I'll go for Anthony Chavez as well. Moving man, you, you guys have to... Chris Savala, bro. Oh, educate hey. me on those guys, man. Never like, heard you know, of these guys. Dude. I don't know either I of them. I just said that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah I just said right. that. The only ones I know are Elvis Rodriguez and Gabriel uh, Moratala. Well, of course, Murata, in Arnold Barbosa. Murataya. Murataya. Yo, I got I got Chris on this one, champies. What? Why? Got Chris Savala, bro. Why? Because he, like, he likes picking on uh, underdogs. <laughs> <laughs> he don't mind being the loser. Uh, on, he, uh... He's from Long Beach, California. Shout out to JPZ. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? J- JP but, uh, gave him the, the heads up. I mean, he undefeated, top-ranked fighter. I might have to give it to him, champ. All right. All right, cool. champ. I, I'm going All to right, side. When I don't know, I'm going to side. So, yeah. Damn, okay. I pick you, But you guys need to help well. me next time, man. You need to find out about those guys and tell me a little bit about them. So, I'm going Elvis Rodriguez, uh, continuing the knockout streak. I think we're going we gonna to start uh Looking to break Gennady's knockout streak. Uh, I think that's what they right. told me. So I'm going Elvis Rodriguez, the Dominican Nightmare by Stoppage, a.k.a. The Kid. Gotcha. You already know. We already know. Elvis Rodriguez, all day champions. Yeah, I'm going for the Dominican Nightmare, and he needs to pay, you know, copyrights to Ness for this name as well. Nah, right? nah, so, that's not his name. His <laughs> name is The Kid. I, we, we just throwing a nightmare on there, you know what I mean? Oh, yo, just, yo, I hold, on, hold up, dog. Hold up, though. I mean, we all still going to pick Elvis, but I got to make some phone calls. He He's fighting he's fighting a guy that just won a fight, right? Cody Wilson just won his last fight versus Dan Carpensi. I have to call my friend and make sure that's not Tommy Carpensi's brother. If that's Tommy Carpensi's brother, Cody got a win and took him eight and got a UD. Is he good like his brother? Well, yeah. it's pedigree though, right? It's like the Smith yeah. brothers, you know? I mean, I guess I can't complain. I can't say the Smith brothers because they all became champion at one point. Except, yeah. except for yeah. Paul, right? Except for Paul? No, even him, even him. I, like, mean, like, I would just say, sub, like, like you know there's well, a difference I, I, between I'm, Tyson Fury again, and, and again. Fury I'm not trying Fury, to do you know U.S. Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to do U.S. U.K. I'm just saying, usually it's a oh, I don't think you it's were. a family of fighters. So like, I'm giving them pedigree. That's all. No, yeah. no, I feel like, you. Like, I feel like you. the Gary Russell, right? always that good. Yeah, like the Gary Russells, but Listen, the Gary Russells are Elvis, successful though. So I get the difference. 
Listen, I'm yeah. going to tell you this. There's no way at this point with everything that Elvis has built that top rank is going to, you know, just throw him in there tough, crazy. As soon as we start to get, you know, a little more leeway in terms of fights, you know, now we're starting to see the fans are going to be able to attend stuff towards the end of the year, like football. So I just think that they see what they have in him and they're probably going to start, you know, to build him along pretty well. Uh, Gabriel uh, Murataya, who we've seen two times uh, in the bubble fights, right? Uh, they have a great article on him in e- on ESPN.com. Uh, Steve Kim wrote it. Uh, I guess it was his time that he followed in the uh, in the bubble, and they were able to basically just like get with him, and and he talked about it. He's a school teacher, preschool teacher. You know, he's got his own gym. Like he's never been able to really give boxing his all, but they built a gym in his backyard. He built his own home gym once COVID started, um, and you know basically he's made everything of every opportunity. But the article talks about how you know he got this text from Robert Garcia about a possible bubble fight, and he had already been out of work for a little bit, um, and, and it just goes through the whole motion. So I, I'll tell you right now, I'm so invested in watching him just based off the article. So uh, you know, y'all got the time. Definitely hit ESPN.com and check out Steve Kim's story on Gabriel. Murataya. Murataya. I think everybody's picking him, though, right? We can he, move on to Terrence. Yeah, Unless I'm, he's got some I'm surprises. Him. Nah. Huh? Well, I'm picking him based on what you're saying. I don't know him, so I'm going for him. I'm going with yeah. him. I trust you, Mario. On the on this one, we're going with Mario's own. Murataya. <laughs> <laughs> Murataya is a preschool teacher, right? He's a preschool teacher, yep. Oh, is he Jeff Horn? Their new Jeff Horn. <laughs> Jeff Horn. All right, so you want to move? We moving on to the cross the pond right to, now. Nah, we're moving on to the Crawfords for the tweet that Ness has deciphered for us. We're moving on Ness, to Oklahoma. Ness, Ness deciphered it. Yeah, Ness took the first letter in every word, gave him numerical. Exp- no, I'm explaining. He didn't do none of that shit. But yeah. he has deciphered it. Dissected and deciphered. Dissected and deciphered. So, Ness, why don't you tell us all what Terrence meant when he tweeted? What he tweeted. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ness. Tell us what what did he mean? Ness speaks bud talk. I don't know if y'all know that. Call him no talk. Um, Call him no talk. Well, then I'll tell him what he meant. No, I was playing. What's your, what do you think? I mean, look, there's a lot going on everywhere right now. So, you yeah, know, it, it, he could have been speaking on things that are happening currently. You know, I uh, think that's what it was. I don't yeah, think it was a boxing thing. Yeah, me neither. Why, I mean, why look, don't look, you guys look, try giving the people what, it, what he did say? Y'all like just talking oh, about okay. it. Yeah, I don't I think he meant it. Uh, you know, the things are going on. It's like, what did he say? Damn it. Okay. Well, bad. Gonna... He said, so Terrence Crawford, 21 hours ago, tweeted, I'm not even going to lie. I have a lot of hate in my heart. Period. 200,000 oh, uh, favorites. Ooh, 200,000? Retweeted okay. by almost 500. Wow, that's crazy. 200,000 people. Oh, no, my bad. It's 2,000. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo, you heard me like sound so happy. I was like, wow, 200,000? I was like, oh, (laughs) shit. 
my man is like, whoa, he blew up overnight. Like, okay. Cause <laughs> no, listen, boxing, boxing to get 200,000 favorites, bro, or, or likes or hearts, whatever you want to call them. That's not no joke for boxing. That's serious numbers. You know, that, that, that would have been highlighted, but, um, yeah, listen, man, Crawford said a lot of things on his Twitter. You know, um, he got them butterfingers. Damn, why I keep making jokes without my beat? It's, it, you know, <laughs> it, it's supposed to be like that this. That was a good one. That would have been a like, good one. It's like Crawford stays on Twitter. He got them butterfingers. You know what I'm saying? Nice. But That would have been smooth. But uh, so, so, so I've always, like, there's been other stuff like this that he just says. He just says stuff, like, stuff. I'm going to look for it. But what do you think? What did you interpret it, Mario? I don't want to give my go because I want to bring up some of the, his other tweets. What? What? But what you? What did you think of this? Um, to be honest with you, I think that it was more about what's going on in the country right now. I think that everybody's seen what the NBA has done. And a lot of other sports have followed their lead. I think that it was just like a really yesterday was such a big moment in sports. Like we're gonna see documentaries of it one day. I think it's gonna be in our kids' um, uh, history books one day. Uh, that was the most unprecedented thing that's ever yeah. took place for for teams in a major sports league to just not play in the name of injustice. Uh, and, and the fact that it was playoffs is, is such a big thing. So I, I just think that Terrence maybe, uh, is feeling some of that emotion. Uh, but at the same time, I have no idea. Maybe he got, you know, a bad order from McDonald's. Like who knows? Like it could have been hyperbole. Like he couldn't even, he might not even be speaking, you know, strictly like literal it might just be like oh my god i hate this guy right now like you know what i'm saying but uh not that i think terrence talks like a 15 year old girl but i think it's it's, it's with the times man but before i get into it, that uh now now fall hamed says i listen to y'all every morning thanks for the content all right shout out to you our oh, jonesy says it's a donkey he was probably talking about jacob blake yeah Oh, okay. That's the uh, gentleman that was basically murdered by police. Um, shot in the back seven times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he was going into his car. And he they, was going into his car they, and they shot him in the back. Shooting him, yeah. I saw yeah. that. Shit's terrible. LV, terrible. Slug, LV Slugger says we might be closer to, to a Bud versus Ramirez fight than we are a Bud versus Spence. Might even get the Ramirez fight before he even gets to fight a PBC fighter. Yeah, that's that's I think what ends up happening. But I think the Ramirez fights probably ends up being bigger than we all think. Bigger than the Spence? Never. All right, intrigue. The Incredible says doing the bud, quote unquote, ducking, ducking. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with ducking. Oh, you got to sing it, Doomy. Oh, shit. Doing, oh, doing uh, that, but ducking, oh, ducking. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Mario. No, I don't think it is that. Never mind. Damn it. Why do y'all do that without the tune? Yo, so. so give so, it to us. So, uh, you know, I found some other ones where, like I said, he just talks. So you never know, like, where he's going. So, like, all right, 
8-8, which is the smart, you know, you, like, can't force everything to work. Sometimes some things just don't fit. You know what I mean? Get that? You can't force everything to work. Some things just don't fit. You know, another one, uh, can I learn anything from you that is useful? So it's like he be having conversations with people and only those people know who he's talking to. Is oh, how I, I get read that. His oh, tweets. that's a good point. It's like how I read some of his tweets. So again, this tweet today where uh, we're talking about where he says, you know, I have, I ain't going to lie, I have so much hate in my heart. It could be taken so many different ways because we never know exactly who he's talking to. So, you but know, see, whoever... that's the point, though. Look at the timeline, okay? It, it, it's like, okay, how I don't remember how many days ago it was Blake. And he wasn't the one that was murdered. I don't know why I said that. He was shot in the back trying to get into his car. That's what you said, right, Doomy? Uh, the one I was talking about, about, because what happened last night or two nights ago was the kid, he was 17 years old. He wasn't even with police. He was a police cadet or something like that. And he shot civilians that were protesting but he yeah. was just and part Kanaj. of like an armed militia. In Kanaj, thank you. Yes, yeah. yes. I don't know. I was just completely got all the details scrambled. Um, and so because that all took place in such a like in that time frame, I just feel like don't you think it's just more realistic that that's what was on his mind? I mean, it's kind of been what's been on everybody's mind. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it could have been that, or it could be just boxing. It could be just frustration. You know, why can't he have hate in his blood for his promotional company that's really not doing right by him? Why can't he have hate in his blood for the constant yeah. media barrage that comes at him because he can't get the fights that he wants, but public perception is that he doesn't want those fights, you know? He can or have hate from in the his fans blood. that have been probably pretty ugly, right? Yeah. I mean, let me pull up the tweet so you can see how the fans talk. Because, you know, I there's, mean, there's many reasons to have hate in your blood. You know what I mean? For yeah, anyone. I mean, I don't for know. For any of us, though. For any of us. Like, we don't know what anybody's going through. I would just pick some out. I don't know if I'd share them because you can't control which ones are going to pop up on screen. You know what I'm saying? Like He's got a lot of love. I mean, some people just oh, okay. like, I feel you, brother. But his own sister, if I'm not mistaken, because I don't know his entire family, but I mean, you want to assume that's his sister. She tweets, uh, quote tweets him. Her name is La Letitia, right? Crawford, right? It says that. Uh, right? No? Maybe just same name. All right. We'll go with that yeah, for maybe. now. We'll go with that for now. But, uh... You know, she says, uh, hate takes too much energy. Let it go. And I promise you, you'll feel better afterwards. So, you know, there's people, um, you know, thinking about his well-being and, and hoping that he doesn't, you know, I don't know, get depressed in whatever state of mind he's in. No? Huh? Yeah, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I was just reading some of these. I was talking <laughs> with my muted mic. Sorry about that. No, he's talking about what's going on, man. You look at the at that the actual feed from that from that tweet, and uh, you know, you 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 see a couple of people talking about the same things, and uh, I think it's just that, man. It's just it's just about what's going on right now, and and like Mario was saying, you know, the NBA doing what it's done, and you know, something like this. It's um. It's a big thing, man, when you got unity like that. You know but what I'm saying? where are you it's, seeing that correlation? Like, I'm on the tweet. Where where do I find that? 
Yeah, I mean, you you read down after Letitia, you start reading some of the people or what they're saying, and they're all talking about the same things. You know. Yo, yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of like speculation. When I saw the, the tweet, but I think it makes sense for him to comment on the the situation that is going on, right? So, sports, influential sports uh, athletes have to use their voice to speak like that. And I'm 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 seeing what LeBron did. I'm seeing like you know a lot of the NBA guys, and that's the way to use your voice and your influence. Like, so if Buddy's doing that, that's cool, and uh, you know. Yeah, man. Like, I support that 100. percent I don't so think it's Mitty, promotional talks. On... It's too cryptic to be promotional talks and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I guess I went. I guess I went the fighting route based off the comments from his fans. Like, you know. People, yeah, there was a it, lot. It, of there's that. a lot of I comments. Yeah. That are keeping it boxing. Like everybody's like, exactly. you know, they're either like you're a great fighter or like. Yeah. Uh, they ducking you or, you know, other people taking shots. You it's know true. how it is. So. But you know what? And that's the thing. You're probably going to follow up with additional tweets because when you're making like, a, not a political stance, but when, when you're making your voice heard on, you know, important issues like this, you don't want them to be confused or anything. Your message has to be clear. So I'm sure that, you know, uh, you know, in the next few days, it's probably going to speak some more on it and make it very clear. And, you know, that, that would be good, right? So... When you just speak up on those issues, be clear and make it known to everyone that's what you're talking about and that's what you stand for. I'm sure that's what he's standing for, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit cryptic. You can take it both <laughs> ways, man. Yo, Rick Ramos uh, is the second tweet. I ain't even noticed that. Rick Ramos, the trainer of uh, Jessica McCaskill, says, therapy will help, my brother. Try it. It might work for you. God bless. Nobody... Mm. Nobody even hearted that. I, 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 did, did he mean it sarcastically? I think that was like meant in good, good, you know, right? Like good faith, no? Could be. Could be. All right. All right. So that was the Terrence Crawford tweet of the day. All righty then. Boxing expert. <laughs> the boxing expert. Segment? Yeah. Boxing expert says, Otro episodio de Buddy Supandia. Laughing my ass off. <laughs> Says another episode of Bud and his gang laughing my ass off. Yeah, I mean, look, man, we 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 have to report on the pound for pound king, man. Um, he's close to getting a deal, it looks like, and uh, you never know what is associated, right? Like, it was the tweet associated. You never know. Ooh. Maybe like someone that is more of a Bud fan can break it down for us, you know, or maybe it was political. I don't know. I've never, I don't really pay attention to political tweets, so I wouldn't know has he spoken up on any other stuff in the past or stuff like that. But uh, what's going on with LeBron? Like, I hear people talking about LeBron and, and like, you know, the season, yeah, but it, I don't know it, any of the He just came out with a tweet, like, I think, last year, uh, yesterday, sorry, just saying <laughs> something around the line, like, you know, enough is enough, right? He needs to yeah. have change. He said, like, uh, fuck this, man, or something like that. And, you know... Things needs to change, and you know, so uh, that's the one that I've seen, and I know that now there is like a strike uh, for the NBA playoff game, right? So uh, yeah, not just him, start the players on strike, right? Again, yeah, they're they're not playing. They didn't play yesterday. They didn't. They're not gonna play today. Uh, the baseball canceled. Like I think. St- Three different games were canceled, so six teams. Uh, and then uh, the the WNBA did something super, super 
commendable. Uh, so I think it was like too late to basically call off their games. But what they did is in the, in unison with uh, the NBA, they took they t- took the ball out and they started playing. And when it hit the seven minute mark, who whichever team had the ball, that player put it down and took a shot clock violation. Then the other team received the ball, took it out. They put it down, took a shot clock violation so that there was no competitive edge. Uh, that was at the seven minute mark, which was to represent the seven bullets that entered Mr. Blake's uh, back. And they wore these shirts that actually had bullet holes in the back, uh, seven bullet holes, the whole like team. But it was the side facing the camera, not facing the camera, with their back to the camera. So when the camera panned in, you know, they could see everybody was wearing that wow. shirt. So it was pretty powerful. Real scene. quick, let me uh, just ask um, Doomy. Did you? There's a lot of super chats. I, 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 it doesn't feel like you read all these. So I'll just throw some uh, names. Pat Mustard. Yeah. You read I think that? So. Trading yeah. leather, best sport on earth. Yep, we definitely. T Bonafide definitely in Canada, right? You got to him. The underdog's mm-hmm. been barking loud lately. Postal might do it. Laugh out loud. Yeah. You did. Yeah. I don't remember that one, but maybe. Which, which one? Who was that? <laughs> My man said, It was yeah. T Bonafide. I in said, Canada. no, I just want to say it, say it again. In Canada. Yeah, T Bona Bona. Look, I'm on the chat. Anybody don't get it read, they know they could reach me on the chat. I got I, no, the I'm next just asking one. So I could go to them. Yeah, the next one that's supposed to go is Intrigue. And nah, uh, right nah, now. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, so it was did you get? Let me just go down the line, champ. I'm trying to help okay. you. Did you get the uh, Ken Stone? Yes, all I right. got to all of those champions. R. Jonesy, really yeah. If if they're not if they're not on he the chat, you get them. He went yeah, twice though. Donkey. R. Jonesy. It's uh, a donkey. All right, and then yeah, there's another it. one called. Uh, I'm, a, I, I'm going with the last name, bro. Hamed. Yeah, we read it. It's Nofal Hamed. Okay, and then R. Jonesy's. Uh, it, it's a donkey. He probably talking about Jacob Blake. Yeah, we yeah, read that we one. Got him. We got or, him. Louisville we Slugger. Louisville Slugger. We got him, champ. Okay. Intrigue? Now it's no. intrigue. I'm driving, but sounds like another bud tail. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, <laughs> that, that's ducktails. I'm no, driving, but it, it sounds like another sound sound bud like tail. It. it doesn't it sound, sound like it. That. It, it, it sounds like serious. And, you know, I mean, this is, a, you know, this is a serious issue, right? So, obviously, I know it's tongue-in-cheek what intrigue is doing, but... I don't know. I don't want to just like be the one that just you know puts the mood down or anything. But I mean, those problems are serious, man. So I, I think we should just like you know let him address them and just make sure he reaches out to his audience and just uses his power as an athlete to reach out to as many people and deal with this, right? So yeah, intrigue. I know 100% you're playing. You know that that's like the, the nature of the show, man. Don't worry about it. But. Also, I feel like the lyrics didn't match the melody. Yeah. No, no, I don't I'm not saying you did a bad job. I think that I think he I, I think it was too much. Like the bar is too long. Like I, I don't think he had enough words in there yeah. to cover the notes. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know. gotta make your own words. words like, you gotta make your own words. Like, I don't know why I'm even saying that. You got, uh, you're only pound for pound in the uh, boxing bars, man. You know. Don't, don't <laughs> do what the fuck is wrong with this guy, man? <laughs> Yo, did you get boxing experts, uh, uh, though, the Spanish one? All right, yeah, I, I got I it. Think okay. I'm adding, I, I think sure. I'm adding uh, Brittany and Ray Flores any moment now. Yep, looks like we got them. 
guys. Bridget? Yeah, I think they came in and came back out. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, Ray's there. Ray, turn your camera on, brother. There we go, my man. How are you, Ray? Thank you I'm for okay. coming How on. How are you guys? We're good. We're good, man. Happy to have you. All pleasure. Hope that you guys are all safe and doing okay in spite of all this madness that's going on in our world. Oh, Same man. to you, man. We're doing, How you we're been? doing well. How's everything been treating you? Hey, man, things are, uh, you know, as good as they can be for the circumstances. I know you miss being on the telecast, that's for sure. Man, bro, I mean, it, it's something. That, I mean, I'm still calling the international for uh, the PBC on Fox fights and the Showtime fights, but... You know, I worked just to lead a show last week. So, you know, I've still been busy since PBC got back. But, I mean, it's still not the same without the fans and the media. And, I mean, I, I miss all you guys. I mean, you know, I miss everybody, man. Absolutely. Uh, all right, like, Brittany joining us. Looks like we have Brittany Goosen Brown that joined us as well. How are you? Good evening. Good. I like the sounds of Skype. It's cute. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, clear, clear. Uh, we're actually live right now on YouTube. So I uh, just want to let everybody know we have obviously Ray Flores on us on uh, the show with us, as well as uh, Brittany Goosen Brown, the promoter of TGB. So guys, uh, talk to us, man. I mean, what is cooking uh, for PBC and uh, TGB promotions? Ray, what, what's going on for, with you? Well, we got a busy schedule. I mean, we are in the midst of, I think this is our, our fifth straight week that PBC is doing events with TGB promotions. Uh, next week, we'll conclude with six straight, and then we get ready for, you know, the pay-per-view on the September 26th. Before that, Erickson Lubin, Terrell Gachet, and, you know, we have another pay-per-view at the end of October. So it's a busy time for PBC, and thankfully, we're back. Thankfully, fights are happening I think I told you before we got on the air is that it's not the same because there's no fans, there's no medium. And, and the one thing that I will get across, and Brittany, I think, can attest to this, is that I miss everybody. It's not the same. The fighters are doing their thing and performing at such a high level. But it's a, it's a sad time that we're living in because of COVID-19 and the social unrest. And hopefully we can all get past this and move forward to where we can be doing these big events like how we're accustomed to uh, partaking in. Definitely, definitely. So <clears throat> this week, obviously, we have Islandri Laura returning to the ring. Um, he's going to be fighting someone that we're not too familiar. Uh, do you have any inside info on Greg Vendetti? I actually have quite a bit of insight, guys. Because Perfect. Greg Vendetti, I, I, and I'll tell you why, is that I, I worked a couple of events for, um, what is it, Murphy's Boxing. And, uh, and one of their guys is... That, you know, the, they do a good job with the dropkick Murphys. And Vendetti's tough. The kid's in shape. He, he fell, uh, you know, came up short against Soro, but he's one, two straight from that. Look, you can't count out somebody, especially in this time. We've seen a lot of upsets since boxing got back in June. You cannot count out Greg Vendetti heading into Saturday's matchup. I understand why the odds are so where they are, but Greg Vendetti's one of those guys. He's going to bring it, and, and we'll see if it's enough to topple Lara. Now, uh, what sort of shape do you think that Laura is in for this fight? I know that he's relocated to Las Vegas, and he's training with Salas. And, I mean, obviously, he's a professional, former world champion. Uh, so I'm, I'm expecting him to be in perfect shape, but then it is COVID. And, you know, people are testing positive. Some people are not making weight. So uh, what, what are you expecting from Laura? What I'm expecting out of Laura, and here's why I'm excited about this fight, guys, is that as Laura gets a little bit older, 
he, he doesn't have the ability to move around the ring uh, with how he used to earlier in his career. And what does that do for him? That makes him stay in the pocket more. That means he has to stand and trade more. That means he's susceptible to getting countered and, and having someone come forward. I kind of like that. And Laura's up to the challenge. He goes, look, I know I'm getting up into my 30s. I know I have to have a more crop-pleasing style. And he's doing that because of the fact that he isn't in his early 30s or even late 20s anymore. So that's why I think it makes for a more compelling fight. And Laura's like, you know what? I know some things aren't um, working with me, you know, when it comes to my age and everything else. But I'm okay with it. I want to stand and trade in the pocket. For me, sign me up for that. I mean, look what he did against Hurd. No, definitely. Laura, in the later half of his career, like you said, because he's slowing down, he's forced to give us more action-packed fights. So, Brittany, I wanted to ask, can you give us your story? Um, I I feel like I know it, but I'm not sure, right? Um, I'm assuming that you've always been the sister of Joe Goosen, who promoted Andre Ward, and you have now taken over? Am I kind of right? That's my uncle. Okay. I, he's going to be complimented that you think he's my brother. I got three brothers, but they're younger than me. And Uncle Joe's not one of them. Okay. But, um, okay. yeah, born born into boxing. I'm the niece of Joe and Dan. My mom is actually the baby of the Ten Goose, the original Ten Goosens. So, so I didn't have a – I didn't get an option. I got into – I was born and forced into this. But you love it? <laughs> that almost sounds like you don't love it anymore. Well, sometimes I'm like, couldn't I have been like part of the Hilton family or uh, something, you know? But You look like you fit with the Hiltons, to... too. Well, well, this is the second best, right? <laughs> so, uh, like I said, it looks like since, uh, you know, like you've kind of become the new face of the promotional company. Uh, and is it safe to say that? Not by choice. I think I've become that, though. So, I mean, we're we're killing it right now, and I'm excited to be back. And if I have to be the face and do things when I'm so shy, I'll do it just to make it happen. Okay, so you're you're a shy person. Got. I mean, look. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's the best thing to be. Look at Eddie Hearn and Bob Arum. They use their social media. Uh, definitely. And they don't show any shyness. I know. I've I've been. I've. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Once you know me, you can't shut me up. You know, I, I'm <laughs> annoying. But if you don't know me, I'm a little shy sometimes. But unless I'm being mean, in that case, I'm really, really good at that. So, so Ray knows. I follow the both of you guys on social media, so I know that it seems like, again, the relationship goes back before, uh, Ray, you became an announcer, or probably when you first became an announcer with PBC, but if you want to give us your story of how you and Brittany hooked up, and because, again, it seems like you guys are really good friends. Uh, I see you, like, at most of the events together. Yeah, very much so. Well, you know what? Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, Brittany mentioned her mom, uh, Sandy Goosen. I mean, she was the one that really gave me the opportunity. I was doing undercards for Mayweather and Maidana, and her mom walked into the arena and heard me doing off-TV undercards and then told uh, her dad, and her dad told someone that was working the fight with 
uh, with the um, promotion and said, hey, find out who this guy is. The guy talked to me. And then subsequently after that, this is December of 14, I worked the Night of Champions card for TGB uh-huh. Promotions in Temecula. And that was an ESPN card. It was it was my first event with them. Literally, that was the week before a showbox event. Tom tells me after the show, he goes, what are you doing next week? I'm like, well, you know, nothing really. It was around Christmas time. He goes, you're coming with us to Seattle, Washington or outside of Seattle. And I've been with TGB Promotions ever since. The one thing I will tell you, Nestor, and I'll tell all everyone in the world is that I got introduced to PBC because of the Gruce and Brown family. So it was it was Tom, her dad her mom, and then subsequently working with TGB Promotions, I had an opportunity to meet with Brittany. And, you know, when you're on the road and we're on, we see each other and we see people in the industry before COVID more than what we do our own families. We spend well over 150 days to 200 days a year on the road. We've been very blessed and very fortunate. So it's going through a lot of airports. I moved to LA here two years ago and now it's flying back with the TGB Promotions crew and, you know, having those five or 5.30 a.m. flights. And, you know, after a show, not going to lie, I like to go and enjoy myself. So if I get upgraded, you know, I'm going to, you know, have a, a beverage or two, you know what I mean? So Break that's how we do off. it. We take off. Flight attendants cut them off before we're even in the air. It's 86 on the airplane. It's been fun, though. We've had fun, right? We, we've been all over the country and everything else, and we've seen some amazing fights, guys. And that's one thing that we're looking forward to is, is hoping to get back with the fans and the media because, I mean, damn, we miss it a lot. So with the fights going on and with what we can – I guess, I mean, we can't tell the future. We don't know how permanent and how much we're going to have to navigate around, you know, the circumstances that our country's dealing with or the whole world's dealing with. But what things do you think are going to, I get like, what things from this point moving forward do you think are permanent? You know what I'm saying? Like, what things do you think are going? we're going to see it with promotions and, and, and putting together fights and all of that? That's going to, you know, stay the same for a while. Like, basically, we're not going to revert back to some of the things that, uh, you know, promotions used to go through, correct? Right. I think they're going to keep it tight with as far as how many people you can bring in. Um, I think they're going to keep the bubble thing kind of going, maybe not as intense as we have it now. But I do think that's something that's going to be the commission's liking it. They're liking it in both states that we're doing fights in. And it just keeps it tighter. Uh, hold on everyone too and it's it is working so keeping for the most part at least you know do you think that do you think that i I mean i want to be like sensitive about this question but do you think at some point um states and and federally like people are just gonna have to say you know what we're gonna have to see we have to move on we have to move forward. We have to give promoters and, and, and people putting on events the opportunity to try to get this right. You know what I mean? Because there's so much money out there that, that's not being made. And it's not all about the money, but it's about us getting back to like a normal way of life. Yes. Right. And I mean, there's reasons that club shows aren't happening. There's It costs a lot of course. to these tests and to host the bubble in general right now. Um, I... As you know, commissions vary from state to state anyway, with even their requirements just for regular medicals. Like there's some states that it's blood only, and those are the states I like because it's easy for me. But um, I think at some point they're going to have to. I mean, 
we're going to have to figure something out and there's going to have to be a compromise in some way. Otherwise, I don't know how it's just it's going to have to we're going to have to figure it out. They're so going to let me jump in. Too. Let me jump in there, Mario. Uh, you said that it costs to host to the bubble. So I guess from a business standpoint, was it better for Eddie Hearn to do the backyard on his own property? Like the, the MSG Garden is what he was calling it. I don't know if you paid attention um no it's it depends on the state too and what their regulations are here at least so i don't know what his costs were i don't know what their what they were held to either the standards but i know for us here in california and top rank at least in vegas it's not it's a costly experience i can't imagine that his was that much less than ours though is either there, way it's just right now do, do you see a way where a uh you know tgb can make their own bubble so to speak kind of the way that eddie did where you save money or is it just not cost effective well, to do everything we've kind done? of done we've kind of done our own bubble we have two we have the connecticut bubble right now that we have yes. down pat and we have the california the los angeles bubble um i mean it's it's the testing that's expensive, not so much the housing. I mean, the security and additions like that, but that's all stuff that is worth it and not too exuberant. It's the testing. It's expensive. Wow. So uh, I'm hoping because you're a promoter, you, 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 you seen this or heard of it. It did happen very early in your Pacific standard time. So you definitely were getting your beauty sleep, but uh, yesterday, right, was it? The Horn and, and Zoo fought. It was in Australia, but they had 16,000 fans. As a promoter, are you crunching the numbers and, I don't know, talking to your, your, your committee? Like, can we hold an event in Australia, or is that off the table for you right now? That would be logistical nightmare with getting these guys <laughs> visas and this and that and who knows who has passports. I mean, to even get us over there would just be uh, – I don't think it would be worth it. So I any gate revenue any gate revenue that you can make wouldn't be worth the uh, hassle and the money that goes into – gotcha. The hassle mostly. Uh, but, yeah, I just want to be worth it right now. I'm just holding out. I Every day I'm like, come on, come on. There's got to be some state's going to do me right and open up and let at least half capacity. And I'll be the first one to try to get us in there. Uh, I mean, as far as whatever is safest for the fighters. But I think fans being a couple. I mean, Ray, you were in the, the bubble last week. You were far enough back. Now. Well, you're in the bubble yeah, now. The bubble I meant now. you were in the venue. Yeah, he is in the bubble. He's in the bubble. But um, I just, I, I hope we open up because the, for the fans too, that's a, it's, it just even being in there, the energy of the fans for the guys. I mean, you see some big KOs and it's just like silent. Yeah, and just, yeah it's like, and they look around like they want that too. So, you know, but I, listen, I don't want to make this like. This question might come off a little weird, but I, I just bear with me. Okay, so we're in a situation where you know the card this weekend. Solid. It's good. You know, we got some fights coming up. They're pretty good. They're, you know, and, and throughout the rest of the year, you know, y'all have some solid fight. Like everybody seems to be coming together in some way. But then there are some factions, some promoters, some fighters where it's like seems like it's completely off the table and that the money's not there at all. I mean, could you maybe enlighten us about 
um, I guess what it's going to take. I mean, is it purely attendance? Because you know, y'all seem to be making off. Other fighters seem to make making off pretty well and getting big tough fights. You know, why is it that some fighters are only seeming to draw a certain amount during during the pandemic time? Did you get that? I think he sent, sent you down I a mean, riddle that's there. So hard Hello. to say too. I think. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was cutting off. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I I I think I mean as far as like viewership numbers you're saying or no it's... no I you I, that's why I said I think he gave you a riddle so it sounds like you're <laughs> yeah. talking it Go sounds ahead. it ahead, sounds man. like he's saying uh, it sounds like he's saying you guys you guys being TGB Al Heyman PBC are able to put on Earl Spence Garcia while other promoters are saying we can't do Terrence Crawford Sean Porter right now we can't afford to do that. Right. Uh. Which just goes back to negotiating, guys. I mean, there, it goes back to negotiating. I mean, and, and also gate revenue is so important when it comes to the bottom line. And people need to understand some fights need to have to happen on pay-per-view because the money needs to be there. When you're used to doing a fight at the Staples Center and drawing between three to five million dollars at minimum, that's a nice chunk of change for these guys to be able to take home. That's no longer there because of the worldwide pandemic that we are dealing with. So with fans, and, and I think Brittany can expound on this, please be patient with us. You're getting boxing back. I'm a diehard football fan, and I hope everyone's safe. I cannot wait for kickoff to see my Chicago Bears, even without fans, playing. I want to see my team. And if guys have to take pay cuts or guys aren't able to whatever, it is what it is. I'm just glad that boxing is back in any way, shape, and form, no matter what the fight is, to be honest with you. And look, uh, a lot of, you know, we have every day things are changing. So I just hope that by the time we get there to that one specifically, that we'll have some kind of movement on crowds in some capacity, at least. I mean, it's probably wishful thinking on my part, but. I also thought we'd be done with this by the beginning of summer. So, but, um, you know, let's, let's not lose hope that fans can't be there. Uh, speaking of wishful thinking, right? Like as boxing fans, when we sit here and we talk boxing for hours on the internet, we, our solution is put it on pay-per-view. Like Ray said, as a promoter, can you just walk us through how difficult it is to get a pay-per-view on pay-per-view and have it approved by the broadcaster and, and is it something that is always, I guess, the answer economically? I mean, I guess we're going to find out. This is all new. Ven- no one's ventured pandemic pay-per-views yet. So we'll see how it works out. I'm hoping for the best. But, um, yeah, putting on a pay-per-view is a whole different beast than a regular show. I mean, months and months and months of preparation. And right now we're moving. We're working on the the double Charlo one that's coming up and you know, we're even just getting like gym access to film. Certain things is more difficult now. And you don't want people, you know, just in there, the media days that we used to have that were so easy. It's going to be changed. We're, we're navigating through this the best we can. It's hard to say if it's going to work in our favor or not. Um, we're going to, I'll know more October 27th, the day, you know, after our September, oops, but we'll, uh, it's just so hard to say right now. Everything is, I mean, it's, it's going to be a challenge for sure, but 
more so than regular pay-per-views at least. All right, so uh, another one for the both of you guys, right? Because, again, we sit here and we play matchmaker and promoter every single day. It's like, oh, well, we want this guy to fight that guy. Why can't they make it? He made this much money last week. So uh, is you brought up Charlo in the pay-per-view. As a promoter, did you rub your hands together like, yes, because of the drama with the two of them back and forth on social media? Or were you like, oh, my God, this is going to ruin numbers because now we're not selling this wholesome dual championship family. They're divided. Or, I mean, how's that work for promoters? Uh, um, hey, I come from the background of no publicity is bad publicity. But, I, there, you know... If you know, if you're familiar with the Charlos, they're arguing with each other often. So, but they they got a lot of love and they're brothers and they're doing twin brothers doing something that no one's done before. It's crazy to see their success. So, um, I think just them on first of all, and the fights are actually really good fights, both of them. Uh, I think that the last they opened up our whole Fox show, the whole Fox on PBC deal back in December a couple years ago. And we had to flip a coin for who was the main event on that one. And they, because those fights both could have been too. Um, but no, I, I like it. I like everything that they do. I like their style. I think them alone can sell anything. Guys, their personalities and their brothers. If any of you guys have brothers, brothers argue. It's just that they decided to take to social media to argue with one another. I argue with my younger brother, Miguel, all the time. And it's okay it's so because strange. we're brothers. I love how they are. They want to be the absolute best. They're like, my fight's going to steal the show. No, my fight's going to steal the show. The one thing that I have to tell people is they're never going to fight each other. What craziness did we see on social media last week? Oh, the Charles going to fight each other, whatever. No, are you guys kidding me? Come on now. Let's use some common sense. They were arguing and they're just their arguments just spilled onto the social media. You know, at the end of the day, you're going to yell at your brother. And then an hour later, you're going to give him a hug and say, no, I still love you, bro. You know, you know, we're blood, this and that. That's exactly what they are. I like the friendly rivalry between the two. Jamal wants to prove that he's the baddest man on the planet. Jamal wants to prove that he's the baddest dude. It's going to make for a better night on September 26th. And as Brittany mentioned, both guys are in very tough fights. You get five title fights. I sound like, um, you know, Subway. You know how they have the fight. <laughs> you get five five, five dollars. September 26th. We're going back to the days of Don King back in <laughs> February 93 when Chavez was fighting Halgan. And every fight was a pay-per-view world title fight. So, guys, we need to shed more light on that. The Charlos are obviously front and center. But you get five title fights in the process. Come on now. Let's do this. Oh, definitely. I was looking for that Barrios uh, cowboy fight, and I'm glad it's still on. Uh, you know, I think it's gonna be on the Tank Leo Santa Cruz, so I'm glad that fight. Have y'all figured out though the logistics yet? Because from what I understand, it's gonna be like a couple of fights, and then one of the Charlos, and then it's almost gonna be like two cards stacked together. Uh, from what I've heard, correct? Yeah, it's gonna. There's gonna be the first part, and then there's an intermission, and then we're gonna go into a different show. 
That's so interesting. What was the idea behind it? Was it just the fact that both these guys are, you know, headline caliber fighters and you have so many fights on that card? Or was it more of just playing around to see how it works maybe a little bit more logistically? No, it's just, it's that we got both guys. We got two, I mean, it would be so much for one card alone. Yep. So we got two cards. Might as well kill it off in one whole big day and you get, a BOGO deal. Buy one, get one free. Definitely. You know? Yeah. I love that idea too, you know, because, uh, you know, I've, I've watched boxing all my life, you know, and the way it was, okay, what starts at, you know, seven, eight o'clock in Texas where I'm from, you know, we start the barbecue there and then we have the family over. Right. And now in this sense, it's like starting much earlier, we're going to get to kind of like have a full day of boxing, you know, under the same kind of party, I guess, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, it's, it's really cool to, uh, think about. I don't know if you remember this, guys, or Ray, you will. Remember back in, I think we were in Texas, a uh, PBC show, first year. We did oh, yeah. CBS and then into Showtime. And we had yes. two shows. Yeah, Frampton, Frampton Chavez, I believe. Right, yep. Yes. yes. But that was a whole different thing because we had to clear the venue out and let new people in that had purchased different tickets. And Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, wow. so I was kind of relieved that people aren't in there for this one because that was yeah, that's a good point. Yes, we had to clean it. We had to get the cleaning crews in there and get everyone out and back in. But um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we've done it before. It was a long day, but it was hey, worth yeah, it. That was a like good a two o'clock or something on CBS local time down in El Paso. We went from yes. like two to five. Right, and they... I don't know where we were, or what date it was. I just know the fights. July of 15, Chris Ariola fought Fred Cassie yeah. that the night before. Frampton fought the late uh, Alejandro Cobrita Gonzalez, and then Chavez yeah. fought Marco Reyes on Showtime Marco in Ray. the nightcap. Man, that's a memory right there, Ray. Hey, <laughs> I, I, hey Br Brittany and Ray, nice to have you on the show. My name is Mide. I'm the uh, correspondent from across the pond in London, United Kingdom. I uh, love the UK. Hey, uh, you should come. You should come. You're welcome anytime. We we love Are boxing, we and you know, close their borders to us. I was trying uh, to go. So. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I have like a question for each of you, right? So I'm going to start with you, Brittany, and I hope that it's not too uh, controversial. But like being like a, a female promoter in like a male-dominated sports, like. What is your kind of like approach to just like pushing the female boxing like over like, you know, some of like the, the male fights that we have? Like, because I think we have like some wonderful female talents that don't necessarily get enough shine. So what is your, is it one of your mission just to push women boxing a bit more on the agenda? I probably haven't been great at it. We don't really have any women fighters in our stable but I am very good friends with Clarissa Shields, or very good friends. She's going to be like, no, I really do. I uh, think she's great, and I think she's doing a great job for women in the sport. Um, I mean, it's been a while since anyone, uh, it's been probably forever since anyone could really say a female fighter's name, and she's, like, getting that kind of recognition. I mean, I go back to, like, the Mia St. John days. She's in my head. I think she did some fights with my family back in the day, but... Um, I think that right now yeah. there's like kind of a big push for women in the sport anyway. Uh, yeah. And I should probably get behind it more, but I'm so busy with pushing my no, own guys right now. That, that's I'll cool. just it's push closer. It's totally un understandable. And if I can maybe extrapolate on that question a little bit more, like 
how about like you know your personal experience as a female in the in the sport like obviously you come like from a great boxing family so i'm sure you haven't had that that much hurdle thrown your way but i'm sure that you have had like a little bit here and there so uh what is your view on like you know the role of female in the sports right now i i think there's so many more females in the sport than people even realize we just are kind of more in the background of things. Um, I think it's changing now. I think there's some like big push for women. But um, for me, I don't know. I guess I've never felt like I was treated any differently because I was a woman or not. I wouldn't know. Someone asked me the other day if I was ever disrespected. And I was like, oh, yeah, but like not because I'm a woman. I'm dealing Even with male. people's minds in their, their Exactly. So I'm telling you, your fight's yeah. no longer... Uh, we're going four oh, rounds instead of six. Yeah. You're going to pass out whatever that is in front of you. That's like your of livelihood course. and your money. So I don't think yeah. it was ever because I'm a woman. Yeah. Listen, I love that answer, and it shows like you know that boxing is like you know a good sport, right? So there's like not as much bias as like people think. But now, yeah. and they're yeah. actually, I've been nothing but respected. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. wait, wait, what? Come on, guys, like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like I'm getting kind of mad the other way now, but I, it really <laughs> nice. is nothing, like, nothing but respect from nice. the fighter and everyone that I've dealt with. Cool. And Ray, I said I had like a question for you also, and same that question, question no, 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 not the same question. No, no, but the, the question that I had in mind like um, uh, came when we started to talk about the Charlos, right? And the way I see the Charlos, I see two fighters with like a a big, big, big personality and they don't really like or they don't really take kindly to any kind of criticism. Like, And I think that's true for most of the fighters, right? Fighters have like egos and it's normal. But you being an announcer and having to call fights and everything, how do you deal with that? Because I'm sure they turn around to you and say, oh, you know, what happened? What did you say on that fight? So how do you deal with that and how do you know, kind of just like prepare for fights and call a fight essentially and making being conscious of not making those mistakes with those kind of fighters anyway. Here's what I have to say is when I, when I comes to calling fights, I, I have to be unbiased because even though that I'm, I'm very cool and I'm friendly with, with guys and stuff, I mean, I, I think boxers are the most accessible, fighters in general, the most accessible and down-to-earth people that I have met over the course of being around general sports. And I've covered, you know, all of them. But nonetheless, is that I have to take my affiliation or if I know, hey, if I say this or if I'm calling something, I have to call it exactly in front of me. Uh, just to give you a couple of examples, uh, when uh, when Travis Kaufman, who, you know, just who I'm very friendly with, guy is, you know, down to earth, beat COVID uh, guy is, you know, I think he's a, a world class fighter, but he fought Scott Alexander a couple years ago. And I thought that it could have been, uh, you know, a victory for Scott Alexander. And, and they asked me, they're like, why did you call it that way? And I told Michael, this is what I saw. This is what I believe in. I don't have any reason to bury you whatsoever. And they respected my response. The thing is, everything I say on the air, if someone catches me in an elevator or whatever the case may be, I'm okay to answer and stand by what I've said. There have been other cases, I'm not going to get into it, where other people <laughs> haven't been as, um, they, they didn't like what I said. And, and yeah. hey, what happened? I, I, had to, I had to face up to it and, uh, you know, answer 
uh, what what I was saying. And I was like, yo, like yeah. I stand by what I say. I have I'm all about promoting positivity in the sport and and making sure that we go forward. The old guard is used to potentially burying fighters and, and being pessimistic. We need to stop that mentality of being so negative and pessimistic about the sport. Every single week during the course of the NFL season and college football season, you have over 100 games out there. Not every game is going to be a Super Bowl caliber matchup. Sometimes you have matchups where teams are doing well, other teams are sputtering, but there's still football on. Yeah. We need to temper our expectations. Sometimes guys need a stay busy fight. And sometimes the stay busy fights are even better than the big blockbuster matchups. Long story or long answer to your question is I've had to answer for everything that I've said. And if, if guys don't like what I say, I'm okay to answer their questions as the, you know, for them to question me on it. So, so just like That's a quick favorite. additional, sorry, go ahead, Brittany. Sorry. I like to tell Ray that people are mad at him for what he said. I just make it up. Like with the Adrian Broner, <laughs> I went for like, I went for a year with that one, huh, Ray? Wow. Yeah, she, she told me that Adrian Broder was mad at me, and I said, well, Even look. got him in on it. He was like, am I? Yeah. There are some very touchy some very touchy fighters, and, and we know that also, like, you know, being part of, like, a podcast, and we interview some of those fighters, and we can see that also. But then, like, Ray, again, to, to extrapolate again on that question a little bit, like, we know that boxing is, like, different from football, right? So uh, in every fight, you usually have, like, an A side and a B side. And at least, like, from a UK perspective, it feels like, you know, on the telecast, you can always really tell who's the A side, right? And the commentary sounds, like, sometimes a little bit biased. So I'm happy to hear that you always call it as you as you see it, right? And I want you to come to the UK and be one of one of our telecast guy, right? Because well, I, it's I good used to, to call have fights that. back in the UK back in 2011 on the Active Channel and Satanta Sports on Satanta, yes. Back in the day, so I mean, I'm familiar with with London and Manchester and whole England. I mean, you know, I I love it out there. The food is fantastic. The pubs are second to none. So we, de I definitely want to go back. Believe that. Yeah, no, no, please, please do come back because, like, you know, I, I'm wondering if, you know, you've heard of, you've seen in the industry, like, you know, people getting, like, you know, maybe a script from the uh, from the promoters and say, hey, you know, we need the narrative to be pushed a certain way for a fighter as opposed to another, right? Because, you know, mm -hmm. like... Sometimes the A-side needs to come on top in a specific fight because you don't want to just ruin the next fight, right? So what is your take on it? Have you seen that? And, like, you know, I heard that, you know, you say that, you know, you don't do it, but have you seen others doing it, basically, right? I haven't seen others do it, and it's never happened to me whatsoever. Uh, PBC and TGB and every promoter I've worked for, and, I, and I've worked for a lot of them. Uh, yeah. And no one has ever told me, hey, push this or make sure you don't say this, make sure you don't say that. They let me do my job. And they're like, you know, that's why I love being able to do this business, because I'm literally given free reign to do what I want. I just have to follow cool. the, the format. And then I work with my producer and I go from there. 
No one micromanages me whatsoever. That's why I love being a part of this boxing business, guys. There's no other world that I live in that I can pretty much do and say whatever I want. And people trust me in doing that. That's why this is the greatest job in the world. I'm a football guy. I love football. But I will always, till the day that I'm six feet under, will always be a boxing guy. That is a fact. Beautiful. Cool. Hey, you know, I, I love that energy in your voice and that enthusiasm, right? So definitely do come back in London. That would be cool, man. Like, we want to hear you on uh, on our shows, man. So yeah, real definitely. quick, I know you guys have been on uh, for some time. So if you have a little bit more time, we have a few questions from the people. All safe, nice questions. <laughs> if you do have the time. If not, uh, we'll, we'll save them for next time. Because, uh, you know, I know you guys are busy, available. Mm. I'm good with it. All right. So Got it pulled up if you're... Yeah, the first one is from Javier Caputillo. You guys should know him, but you can take it away, Dumi. Yeah, it's uh, Javier Caputillo over there from California. Like Ness said, you guys must know him already. Is uh, Just want to tell Brittany to keep up the good work. PBC family. Oh, thank you. All right, the next one's coming from Steve in Chicago. Says, thank you for coming on the show. We all know PBC has the most skillful talent in the boxing game, and I appreciate the work you do as you will have the most entertaining cards this year. My question is, what is the most craziest request you had from a fighter on the day of the event? <laughs> to use my bathtub. Oh, man. Yeah. For weight in cut? My... Yeah, I was like, on the day of the... Oh, it was the day of the weigh-in, not the fight. But it's still, I was like, why can't you use your bathtub? He was like, oh, I don't want it to get all messy and stuff. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, no. I get weird. I, there's been some... Well, I'm like, huh? Like, I just don't even understand. They call me when, when their sink's, like, flooded in the hotel, too. I'm like, guys, there's a, there's a whole phone over there that goes right to the front desk. They'll take care of that for you. But guess I'm a plumber, too, on the side. All right. The next one's coming in from King Amin of Essex here in Newark, New Jersey. It says, peace, champ. What's your best or worst memory that made you aware of just how committed you are to the family business and to the sport? The hour, it is 24 <laughs> seven. When we were traveling too, I mean, I was on airplanes all the time. One time I was delayed and stuck at LAX and it was filled with people, which probably never happened again. And now I can't even believe I missed that. And that was just, so tired we ray i think we did that six in a row that stretch and i i at that point i was like no one else would do this if it weren't their family and like that it was just it was exhausting i mean it, people don't realize how much work goes into a fight leading up to it and then fight week like you know everyone shows up for the press conference and the way and it looks great and fun but we're there constantly working and getting these guys in they miss their flights they do this they do that they come in this guy's overweight you have to you know my dad's like stay on him and uh, i'm <laughs> checking his weights it's just it, it was crazy and i was uh, i'm definitely committed i don't think anyone else would have this commitment if it wasn't their last name and their bloodline because it's a lot of work all right next one's coming in from james valdez says chris Ariola has a history with tgb what are your thoughts on his upcoming fight with Andy Ruiz? Should he have retired as he has repeated mentioned? A win against Ruiz will only ensure further punishment to himself, in my opinion. 
Okay. Chris has been with my family forever. In fact, when my Uncle Dan passed away, Chris's first fight back, he wore 11th goose on the back of his trunk. So he's like like a brother to me. Um, you, who's to say that it's going to be more? It's a heavyweight fight. You never know what's going to happen. Chris looked really good in, since he's been with my Uncle Joe last his last fight. He looked really good out in well, New York. Well, Brett, I, I thought he looked... I think what he means is if Chris beats Ariola, it only yeah. ensures it, it's only going to ensure an even tougher fight because he will be one inch closer to like yeah. a title. But who knows? Who knows? I mean, again, it's heavy. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I have faith in Chris. I think he's still okay to go. And there's guys that we have that I'm like, no more. It's you're done. But I, I think Chris is still okay. He's still got it in him. All right, next one's coming in from uh, George Foster in the UK. Says, in hindsight, do you think Wilder should have taken the $100 million the zone offer? No. Never say that. Never. N- no. <laughs> Not at all. I'm never going to say yeah, I think the zone anyway, but it's a no, no, no. He's, got, he's a loyal guy. Some people aren't all about money only, okay? There's a whole lot of other aspects to it too that people just don't even understand but uh, Deontay is right where he should be and he's done quite well guys uh, uh since you know with with the fights that he's gotten financially and stuff like that I mean it's he, he's done pretty well for himself those so are, I think he's all right those are AJ fans upset that they never got that fight so you know they, they can't let it go well who is to say that the fight was even going to happen that's the thing. Who's to say that the fight was even going to happen? Let, let's let's really let's be real, guys. I mean, you know, they weren't wasn't the whole talk over there about you know Canelo and, and Triple G number three and this and that. And uh, last time I checked, uh, is it happening? Uh, no. So I'm just saying, like, it, it's hey, not that well, easy to make fights, even if you're on the same network. Like, guys, let the people in the boxing business, like the BGBs of the world, make it behind closed doors. Mm. Definitely. Any more? That's, that's yeah, it. yeah. Now, we got two more. We got uh, Rue in the 504. I believe that's New Orleans. Says, any more plans to bring boxing back to the Gulf? South, like the... Oh, this is a little French, little little French on this one. Uh, Coach Bayou Mitch. Riviere. Yeah, Bob, oh, no. Revenge card the with Bu- Ugas. Uh, yes, Bouvage. Bu- 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 That's what it's called. Bu- yes. Bouvage. Bu- you know what? I thought we were going to be there. We, we were supposed to be there uh, for my birthday weekend. We had a fight plan there. Um, Brittany, I don't know. We, right don't, now, we don't know your birthday, by the way. Uh-huh. We don't know your birthday, by the way. Uh, end of April. Yeah. End of April, guys. I was saying it to Ray. Be Sorry. Than Ray. My bad. End of April. <laughs> yeah. We, I know. Beau Rivage, it's kind of hard to get to. But right now, we're really set with this, like, Connecticut and L.A. thing. But when things open up, I'm sure we'll be back there. I Good crowds come out at Beau Rivage. Ray, Ray you're, you don't like it? I like it. I like it down there. Look, look, the blackjack tables have a nice little minimum. They got a sports book. They do. They, they, they got a good. Hey, just for my own benefit, where is that exactly in the U.S.? What state like is that? An hour in? and a half away from New Orleans. Oh, New uh, Orleans. Okay, so that explains the, the French name, right? Okay, yeah. cool. I, but it's I like, like it down there. Strip of hotels, and you can drink oh. in the street. It's a fun, fun okay. little place. 
<laughs> Brittany, uh, just for my own, you know, just to hear what you have to say, what, what did you make of all the promoters giving out possibilities, you know, their ideas of where they could put boxing on? And we heard things like um, one was a boat, right? Uh, we were yeah. boats. We had, yeah. oh, we could put it on a boat. Obviously, they said the backyard <laughs> became, before the backyard became real, it was the backyard. Do you guys remember any others before we let her answer? But there was just a lot of options. Uh, did any sound unrealistic to you or anything that you was looking forward to? I loved that everyone was brainstorming like that. It was a good, we wanted to get back and we were going to figure out a way. If, you know, if the commissions weren't going to help, there was going to be a way that we were going to get it. So I supported some of them. I was brainstorming myself for some ideas too. Like just, we got to figure out, we got to figure out where to go and how to do this. Luckily, the states worked with us and we're making it happen here in kind of a normal setting. But no, I, some of them, you got to do what you got to do, right? Make it happen. So, yeah, I supported it wholeheartedly. Yeah. I mean, so, some of them look really nice visually. I, I don't know if you've seen the one in uh, in the streets, right? Was it in Tulsa or something? Like, so if you Matt guys could do something like that for the viewers, that, that's pretty amazing to see that the backdrop and all that. So, uh, obviously, the boxing is the main point, the main thing, uh-huh. but, you know, that, that looks cool, and that's kind of innovative we, as well. You have networks, too, so you have to have a place where you have to take to that into it. account. Yeah, Trucks makes sense. You know, and the crews, so yep. I, I'm happy we locked in two places that were working pretty well for us, too, right now. Great. The right, times we, are crazy. Yeah, Definitely. We got three more. Whoa, I know you guys been nah, wanting with us for a little that, bit. Uh, wasn't the last one Benitez? No, you got Ryan and uh, Big Casual still uh, on there. If uh, they were the lackest, the last uh, last minute yeah, turn-ins I mean, on questions. You guys have the time. You have the time because if not, you know, it's okay. It's understandable. I know you've been on already 45 minutes. Just keeping it a reminder. You're good? Ray stuck in the bubble. He's yeah, not I'm stuck right. in the bubble, so you guys got me for as long as you need. All right. All right. Brittany All right. might have to drop out. She's got, you know, she's swamped with work, but I'm good. Yeah, Brittany, if you got to go, you got to go. We understand. Well, I'm good right now. All right. All right. All right. Uh, next was coming in from James Benitez, and he says, based on all the social injustice and unrest in the U.S., other sports associations and leagues are asking for accountability from law enforcement. Since boxing has a large population of African-Americans and diversities, what do you feel boxing can do better to support these movements? Right. I just think that, look, people need to get more active in their local communities. That's where it starts first and foremost. And, and with the way that there is a lot of social unrest and, and uncertainty within our country, you know, if you want to make a stand and you're so passionate about it, you need to stand up in your local community because it all starts at the local level. You know, people need to do what they do in the areas that they live, that they shop in, that they give their money to, that they provide economic power to. So start at the local level and deal with those that are in power locally and and put pressure on them. Try to talk to them. Give We need to give them our concerns and why we feel it is unjust. And then wait for them to take a plan of action. We demand a course of action and then give them some time to implement that. And then if they don't do that, then we go back and say, hey, you didn't do what you said you were going to do. 
It's about listening. Uh, we all need to listen to each other instead of pointing the finger and stuff, because that's going to get us nowhere. We know that social unrest and, and uh, you know things have happened unfairly across the board. And now we need to take a stand and we need to demand action. But enough of the finger pointing. It's out there clear as day what's been happening. But now we need action from our local, local officials. Look, I respect the players that are, you know, taking a stand. Unfortunately, our fighters don't really, they don't have a season. You know, they, they get their one fight. Some of them only fight once a year, especially right now. I don't think they are in a position where they could, like, you know, postpone or drop out. They they need to fight, so they're going to have to do it in a different way to take their stance. Um, and you see a lot of people speaking out on social media and, you know, are supporting the protests and those kinds of things. And they're making their voice known just in a different way than, like, the NBA is able to do it. All right. Next was coming in from uh, Ryan O'Rourke, and he's coming out of uh, the U.K., Says uh, Gary Russell Jr., Terrence Crawford fight. How realistic was that? I don't know if you guys caught that. That Russell was, you know, really coming for uh, Gary Russell was really coming for Crawford on social media trying to get that fight. So I don't know if you, you know, got wind of that by any chance. I I saw it. I mean, look, I mean, here's the thing. I, I don't put anything past Gary Russell. I mean, the guy's a world class fighter. He, he's a champion at 126. It would be a significant jump up, whatever the case may be. So, I mean, it's clear that that Crawford, uh, from my standpoint, I I don't think he even entertained it or whatever. So, you know, he's going in a different direction. But you know what? Kudos to Gary Russell saying pretty much I'll fight King Kong if he's in front of me. No matter. I like that. I like Gary Russell saying, hey, I'm calling out, you know, I'm calling out the what people are saying are one of the top guys at 47. If guys are going to fight me at 30, 35, 40, you know what? I want Terrence Crawford. Crawford don't have an opponent. Let me fight him. I like that mentality. Look at what Pacquiao was able to do. And I'm not saying that Crawford or that Russell was anywhere near Pacquiao or whatever. But Manny Pacquiao went ahead and jumped eight divisions over the course of his career. And you know what? Gary Russell's in shape. He's intelligent. He's got crazy hand speed. I don't put anything past him. If he wants it and, and top rank was able to do it, then, hey, let's make it happen. Why not? Ray, uh, even though Crawford didn't give him the opportunity, should Gary, would you like to see Gary still pursue a welterweight career? Like fight another welterweight a- out there? I think there's a lot of fun fights to make it at 126 and at 130. But but look, I like the fact that Gary Russell is saying, you know what, bring them all to me. I want to fight all the top guys. I like that bravado. I like that edge. Uh, he kind of played a heel personality. A couple of, um, you know, he, he played a heel personality a couple of uh, years ago when he was calling out or like a year ago when he was calling out Leo Santa Cruz. And he kind of, you know, was he uh, he was talking with his father and stuff. He's kind of embracing being a heel. I don't mind that because mm-hmm. it gets people, you know, talking and everything yeah. else and stuff like that. So, you know, Gary Russell was like, you know what, let me play the bad guy and see if it's going to entice people to fight me and stuff. And who knows? If Leo Santa Cruz is able to defeat Gervonta Davis, who's to say that Gary Russell and Leo Santa Cruz right there might be in the upcoming future? You know, you never know. I want to see Gary Russell fight again. I thought he looked terrific against King Tug back in February. So, you know, ask and you shall receive. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the sad part for Russell fans, though, right? Like, King Tug is already scheduled back in action, and we're still waiting for Gary to get a fight. Like, we want to see him fight. Oh, Ray's gone for more than one. <laughs> uh, but that that was the last one? You actually had uh, Dominique. Uh, Christoph who says much love for keeping boxing alive PBC for life <laughs> that's Mr. PBC oh. and, and he, he dubs himself Mr. PBC here on the show yeah. so uh, yeah that well, was just you know yeah. Dominique showing love yeah. thank you we need it right now <laughs> hey, uh, hey Brittany that's not really a question and you know it's just a shout out to, to you and I believe it's your uncle Joe right he was training Amir Khan American is like one of my favorite fighters. Like so, he had a little stint with him. So shout out to him. Uh, you know that that that's just a passing comment from well, me. That's, this is behind me some boxing history of all my uncles and dads fights from the '80s. A collage. Yep, we got yeah. Uncle Joe still rocking denim on denim in 1984. Oh, yeah, like he comes into the ring with that. I, I was thinking, what's up with that? No, you know? he's, the, he's the best <laughs> dressed. He's the best Michael second to none. That was the first like champion of the. Oh family. my God! Hey, did, did you did you Brittany. hear about him? Brittany, did you hear? Yeah, he's coming was, back, right? He was supposed to fight last week was, or this but he, weekend, but you but know he was going to fight, gonna fight Samuel Clarkston. Yeah, I thought I, I was afraid I think for his life. Like, wow. Well. Yeah, man. I mean, last like, one uh, uh, coming in from Big Casual. He says after a huge upset loss to. For Dillian White, do you still think he is a top five heavyweight? And name your top five heavyweights, if so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so excited right now. Go, Ray. Uh, all right. Uh, top five heavyweights right now. Uh, Dillian White is not in my top five. No disrespect against <laughs> him, but has he woken up yet is my oh. question. Oh, oh that's why I'm there. Did you go there? I'm just listen. Listen, he was saying he was the number one and stuff like that. It's like handle. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Will Smith. Handle your business. (laughs) (laughs) Calling out the big dogs, and he didn't handle his business. Instead, he got the business handled to him. Anyway, my top five heavyweights. Let's go, champ. You feel me? You gotta go with Tyson Fury. (laughs) Uh, I think Deontay Wilder is 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 right there as well. Uh, Anthony Joshua, uh, I would have to say uh, Andy Ruiz. In, and with the victory over Dillian White, was the number one contender. Give me my world title <laughs> shot. And you got to throw Pavetkin in there. So those Ray, are my top five. Them. You tro- Why are you trolling White? <laughs> I'm not trolling. Look, I am just saying. And, and look, I have all the utmost respect in the world. The dude could probably clobber me with one finger. And yeah. I admit that. But... <laughs> However, you go ahead and you're not even the champion and you're acting like, oh, I need this. And what's, you know, if Wilder can't fight, whatever. It's like, bro, you weren't even a champion for five minutes. You were five minutes. Deontay was the champion for half a decade, my man. Ten successful title defenses before he lost to Dyson Fury. So be careful what you wish for. If Deontay Wilder would have hit a rocket on his head, he would have been out until 2027. 
But Ray, Ray, you have to understand him, though, right? You know, he has to do that as a fighter, right? So you you talked about Gary Russell having to dare to be great and go all the way up to Crawford. That's the same kind of talk, right? So, But it's a double-edged sword here. Is my, is my it is. question is that it Russell is. has been able to back up what he did. Russell wasn't talking that way prior to when he fought Lomachenko. He did it after he won the title and he's been beating people and everything else. So it's like when you get that opportunity and you're real close and I get you're doing for gamesmanship, but you got to back up what you say. That's what made Floyd so great. If Floyd would have ever lost, can you imagine the kind of stuff that he would have been given and thrown at him from fans? White didn't back it up. So guess what? Sometimes nope. you need to go ahead and cut up that little slice of pie called humble pie. And he ate quite a bit of it on Saturday night. So yeah. credit to Dilly White for being a warrior. But I, I mean, my man, do you need a blanket because he was put to sleep on Saturday oh. night? So, 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 so you don't think you don't think he can come back and uh, put it right in uh, in November, December? I think he could come back, but it's like 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 the same thing when it comes to Deontay Wilder. You know how are they going to respond? Is he going to make him crazy and stuff? But here's my problem with Dillian White: he's lost twice. I mean, the loss to Joshua, and now this loss. It's like you know, is he going to be like the the Buffalo Bills or, or a team that makes it to that championship game here in the United States? but doesn't go to the Super Bowl because, you know, White, I mean, is he going to be the Buffalo Bills of the 1990s? Is he going to be Jim Kelly? Always, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I hear you. I guess we're going to have to see, right, what happens. But I hear you. That's right. I wish him all the best, but the, the facts speak for themselves. <laughs> that right? Like a truck. Hey, you, you know, I, I represent the UK here, so, so I have to put a little bit of a fight for him. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I hope I never hear that song again. It's cool. <laughs> Hey, please, please tell him, Brittany. Hearing it again in a Please tell mm -hmm. him you can't have a show without that song. You know that that's what gets the fans going. <laughs> All right, the absolute last crazy. one. The absolute last one is coming from Long Island, Doctor Mofongo. Get him, do me. Dr. Mofongo, you know, I didn't uh, reset for that one, so go ahead and take it. Uh, given the fact that we saw an actual crowd and less strict COVID restrictions overall in Australia with the zoo horn fight, do you see it as a possibility site for Wilder Fury 3, given Bob Arum's insist uh, that there will be crowd present for that fight? I mean, anything can happen. The I can't even think about that fight yet, you guys. There's so many before, but yeah, I I mean, anything's up for that one. We got a little bit of time. Let's hope. Let's just keep hoping that we get to that point that we're gonna let people in. I know Texas is moving toward that, so let's hope Vegas and LA are close, or even New York. I mean, anywhere. But let's hope that we are open too by that time. I know you kind of answered this before, but I guess uh, factoring in Wilder Fury, would it be worth the travel and, uh, you know, yeah. uh, it would be worth it to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. because it's an international. He's going to have to travel anyway, you know, Tyson. We'd have to be doing it regardless. So that one would be worth it, yeah. Well, uh, you guys have been great. Thank you for your hour. Man, 
awesome t- people you two are. Thank you. You were on the show with us for one entire hour. We appreciate that. You want to give out any social media, please do so. You want to give out any, uh, you know, card, upcoming cards you want the people to be aware of, please say. If not, uh, thank you once again. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we appreciate your time. Thank you. Ray, you could take. You could. All right. SBR Flores for me on social media. And I got to tell you guys, I love the boxing voice. I love your theme song because ain't no other name in the game. It's called the Boxing Voice. BBC on Saturday night. Live on Fox. That's how we do it. Thank you, Ray. You, I appreciate you so much. Brittany, thank you for coming on. We appreciate you guys taking out the time. See you next time. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Promoter TGB and you. Ray Flores, the announcer. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Let's open up these phone lines, right? So what we're going to do is rush through these topics here. We're just going to go ahead and make our picks and uh, get to some callers and talk some boxing. Uh, second on the deck, we had... Am I missing something? London. Daniel Dubois is going to be returning um, and making his, I guess, uh, stay busy fight. You know, get the the, the, the COVID rust off. Uh, I'm picking Dubois. I never heard of Ricardo Snyder, but hopefully Ricardo uh, does <laughs> Was good that enough. the Italian accent there, Yeah. Dude? Yeah, hopefully Ricardo does enough to earn himself a comeback. Like, hopefully he fights well enough that we're like, oh, I want to see him the way I want to see Luther Clay, who's going to be on the show tomorrow at 9, 8, 9.30 a.m., 9.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. 9.30. Let me get some yeah. of these super chats. Uh, okay. Got a couple. Unless you wanted to say something real quick, mid? No, no, go, go for it. Super chat, man. All right, let's do it. Jordan Baker says, super chat. To the real laughing emoji, midi mad laughing emoji. <laughs> Yo, next one's coming in from Jordan Baker. We have to get him on the show more. Hashtag maximum bumness. <laughs> Yo, midi man, you was holding your own, midi. Don't worry about it, bro. You was repping the UK, champ. Yeah, man, like, you could hear it, man. I mean, he spoke his mind, that's for sure, and that's good, like, yeah. But at the same time, man, he was just, bro, like, push, changed... pushing the PBC fighters, which is normal, too, man. That, that's changed... all good. I seen your face change. You got in uh, MIDI mode. I went, like, no, let, let's go, man. You can't talk like that about the champ. Shout out to Mitty standing 10 toes down, man, for the UK. Steve from Chicago says, great show. I needed this, Ness. Champ, I They going to have to send their best fighter for the champ. So, uh, Mitty, tell us, what can we expect from this London card, which will be on Saturday on ESPN Plus? I think it starts at 2 p.m. Eastern, our time, if I'm not mistaken. But um, there's a yeah, handful a, of guys I recognize. It's really? an early one for you, but I think like the uh, the Dubois Snyder's. It's like uh, obviously it's like uh, it's an easy tune-up fight for for Dubois. Like I said earlier, and like you know Ness said, I don't really know Snyder's, but again, I hope that it's like a decent enough competition. The problem is that we're talking about heavyweights, and when heavyweight tag you. You know, you can't really survive rounds taking too many shots, and the boy is known as a KO artist, so I hope he doesn't get damaged too badly, uh, and he can come back, right? So, but the boy is gonna win. Uh, the I want to say that the only real 50-50 and notable fights on uh, on that fight, I mean, like those are uh, 
local guys again, so you don't know them that well, but Sam Maxwell against Joe Hughes. And all I'm going to say about Sam Maxwell is like, if you want to see a come from behind knockout in the 10th round from someone who was losing every single round and was getting clowned, just go on Google and, you know, type his fight against like a French guy called Sabri Sidiri. Like, so Sam Maxwell was getting schooled and Sidiri was just like playing too much with his food and just like hands down trolling him and everything. And he got clocked by a big shot in the last minutes of the fight, literally. Uh, and Sam Maxwell won by TKO. Uh, yeah, by TKO. TKO right? So, yeah. uh, and it was mad. Just, just watch that. It's a lesson for everyone not to, you know, to be too confident and arrogant in the ring. Although I don't think like Sabri was necessarily being arrogant. He was just trying to be a showman, right? So, uh, but yeah. So Sam Maxwell versus Joe Hughes. Joe Hughes is the guy who's got the most experience. Uh, he's got bigger names on his resume. I don't know. You might uh, recognize some of those UK guys. His foot, like Rob, Robbie Davis Jr. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the only guy. Know, Anthony Yigi, Tyron Nurse, Jack Catrol. So those are all like decent names. Again, European level, not like world level, but good names. And uh, he's for them. And he lost most of the time uh, when he uh, stepped up. But uh, again, Sam Maxwell is going to be another. It's going to be different, but I'm still going for Sam Maxwell. Uh, but it's it's a genuine 50-50. The rest of the card is basura. Well, really? I recognize Sonny Edwards. Uh, yeah, I mean, from s- the uh, from the. It's a brother. It's yeah. a brother. It's a brother. And I know brother. Willie uh, Braveheart, right? Who? Braveheart. Willie Hutchinson. Willie Hutchinson. Is that him? I don't thought know if was, that's his, I no? don't know if that's his name. I that's thought you were spitting Nas right now. <laughs> oh, no. 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 Braveheart, I'm going to hit you when you I say smart You know Sonny Edwards for sure because he is the brother of like Charlie Edwards. Like Charlie Edwards is the one who got the... Uh, uh, the win by uh, kind of like Suleiman going into the ring against Martinez. and But Sonny is also the talented younger brother, right? And uh, But is a bit more spite, uh, spiteful than Charlie. Uh, but again, he's just like fighting like uh, uh, a local kind of like um, uh, fighter. And, you know, he should not be giving him any, uh, any problem in Thomas Asomba. Uh, he's got few losses on his records. Uh, you know, he's being used quite a lot. He's based in the UK, but he's actually originally from Cameroon, right? So, uh, but the IBF uh, international title in the super flyweight division. Uh, that's right. On the line for for the for the Sonny Edwards fight. That's that's right. So there's there's a title on it, but it's really like uh, a title for Sonny to. Uh, to to lose basically, or just to grab essentially, right? So it should be it should be outclassing uh, Asomba. Uh, Asomba. No, definitely. Yeah. I think though, uh, what what's um what's uh interesting about it is that it's in the IBF and the super flyweight division. In the IBF is is really weird. Like the guys they have over Sunny. Uh, like, first of all, they have their first two spots vacant. So this could be a telling fight for him. If he were to, you know, grab this piece of hardware, uh, he could find himself in a, you know, pretty lucrative position here. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you know, yeah. he wants he wants to, you know, to make a name for, for himself and also step out of the shadow of his brother, right? So definitely, his, definitely. his brother is the one who's been, like, you know, on the, on the top, um, on the top cards and everything. Uh, so his son is time to to shine, 
so so yeah, but I you know I I, I have him definitely for for the win. Uh, other than that, like obviously like, I'm surprised that you know Hutchinson because it's like you probably have seen him because you you degenerate like you watch yes, like uh, that's a lot exactly. of boxing. Twitter and introduced for- him to me about a year ago maybe. Yeah, uh, and uh, I know he's really young, right? He's like 20, 21, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. And you're he's right. He's 22, like, but he's right he... more of like Braveheart, right? So I've I, seen I him, though. I've seen him like he's in, in, I don't know if on IG, but like he's had some yeah. pretty, pretty cool like video on himself. I think yeah. it's his cousin online uh, that does his media or something. Uh, and he has a Twitter, too. And that's what they, they, they refer to him as Braveheart. I thought that's what I didn't even think they called him Willie because I've never seen. Anybody uh-huh. post Willie, it's like Braveheart Hutchison Braveheart. or something like that. Yeah, no, there's Unless sure. it's that's media. Braveheart. Media is no, the no, only one that calls him. Yeah. It, it, it's him. And that, that's his like um uh that's his like boxing nickname nickname. Uh but really other than that, you know, heavyweight action again with like uh another heavyweight that Frank Warren is trying to build up on the undercard with David Adelaide. Uh, and again, you know, yeah, yeah, is expecting to to get like uh, the knockout. You know, the the next like three or four fights from Adelaide are gonna be like fights against. He's guys. only had one pro fight though, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that that, that must be his second or you know uh, third fight. I think that's gonna be third fight. Like, third so fight. Okay. I've I've seen him twice already. So I've never seen uh, him. I just saw the when they released the. Uh, no, he, the, he had the, one. Um, yeah, I think he had one wrestlers. bubble fight already. He had one bubble fight early on on the uh, uh, in the um, Queensbury promotion fights. Again, I can't tell you who he beats, and uh, but that's gonna be the way for the next like three, four fights for him. Anyway, we we won't be able to know who the opponent is, but they're gonna stop him up like gradually. But we're all hearing good things about him being in camp with Tyson Fury. Uh, so he's the next guy that they're building up. Like at some points, you know, Frank Warren is gonna have like a few interesting heavyweights in uh, Dubois, Joe uh, Joyce, and Adelaide in his stable. So you know, it's normal to build them up. So yeah. So oh. that, that's that's pretty much for the for the UK card. You know, the UK card. Yeah. Uh, the, the only I think the fight that is really interesting, like I said, is the Sam Maxwell versus Joe Hughes in terms of like good 50-50 matchup. And I guess you're you're right, the Sonny Edwards also, but I think Sonny Edwards has a bit too much like talent and uh you know pedigree for Thomas Esomba, right? So yeah. Bro, you know who's a big piece of shit? Who? Big piece of poop. Dana White. <laughs> Dana, what right. what happened? Yo, where <laughs> what you come from bro, with that, bro? I looked up. I was looking. I looked up, and I'm like, Dana White's on TV, and obviously it's on mute. And I realized that I still had it on CNN, and I realized that the Republican National Convention just started. So he's clearly speaking, you know, on the benefit of the Dushin office. So hey, what happened? That makes him a piece of stuff. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's next get Los Angeles. to the next card. We're going to the Islandri Laura and Greg Vendetti card. Who's this Greg Vendetti? Ray Ray was uh, speaking kind of highly about him. Oh, bro, we, we did that card Vendetti. before. We did that card before going to the uh, the interviews. No, nah. No, we did, we did uh, the ESPN. No. We spoke a little bit about it at the very oh, beginning we spoke of the show. A bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, two yeah, we seconds. Spoke a bit. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true, that's true. We made the V for Vendetti joke, and then we went off. Yeah, I'm going to take I Laura, Caleb Truax, 
Justin Pulado, I think, is the Dominican. Uh, I'm going to take all A-sides except the Thomas Lamana fight. I got to see wh- who's Brian Mendoza. And the Truax. Truax not the A-side. Yeah, yeah. I got to see who's, yeah. who's Brian Mendoza, though. Like, So is, is Truax really not the yeah, A-side or there's really no A-side on the, in a Truax, in a Truax fight? Nah, I'd say is, it's is it more Angulo. of like a 50-50 fight? Yeah, it's a 50-50 fight with Angulo playing the part of the, you know, A-side, I guess. Uh, For real? I think it's oh. like a 50-50 type of fight. Yeah, because that's the thing is an A-side doesn't necessarily mean the guy that's going to dominate the fight, right? It's just the guy that, you know, they're setting it up for. Yeah. In this situation, Alfredo Angulo's given the A-side treatment with the, you know, color, with the which side of the paper he's been on, you know, when yeah, he's yeah. been announced. So he's getting the A-side treatment, so, but so saying, I agree, most, it's a close fight. Is the most recognizable name according to the promoter, probably, sure. and, you know, and, okay. Yeah, he probably got it by default like that, although I am picking him. I'm picking him, and I'm picking Thomas Lamana, even though I don't know Brian Mendoza. You know, Cornflake can fight anybody that's flake. Said, <laughs> can't fight there's, there's my man kellogg is gonna yo, kellogg <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, yo. Like, Rice always, he lost, yo, he lost his last one he was supposed to he win did. he lost supposed yeah to win. he lost his last one that's that's why it's a little bit of a you know um gamble there i think but i don't mm-hmm. know who brian mendoza is i know who cornflake is i've known him for yeah, a long but, time but, but so i'm picking cornflake cornflake lost to jorge cota like, yeah. yeah, and Kota showed us, like, yo, I'm tough. It's just guys like Lubin and, and so on and so forth. They're world-class fighters. He beat, yo, yo, Jorge Kota beat up Lamana. Like, they threw mm. the towel, and he beat, I watched that fight. Like, he beat him up. Yeah, so, I watched that fight, so too. So, for Lamana, I want to see him come back. Oh, he, where's Enrique's church? I he, watched the fight, too. He's from New Jersey. <laughs> He's from New Jersey, <laughs> but he's down south, south, south. He's like in Minville. That's like, you know, super duper down south. But uh, I'm going to go with Brian on this one, guys. Oh, yeah. Brian's coming off a loss to somebody you never heard of, though. Yeah. Larry and, Gomez. And no, no activity. He had three fights last year in 2019, but really nothing cooking for him this year. So, you know, Lamana, Lamana, if anything, you know he's in shape. He trains with Boxing Rail and Tevin Farmer. Coach Chino, all those people down there in the Cherry Hill, Philadelphia area. He gets great spawn with Steven Ortiz, obviously Farmer, you know, uh, all those people down there. So Ray- Raymond Savage Ford is over there. So, you know, he's at least going to be ready. But, you know, that's all I can say. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Lamana because I know him. I don't know the other dude. But I just think that the other guy, I don't know. I, I you think just like the other his guy name just... on box rack? You just like his name on box rack? <laughs> nah. What is nah. it? Is, is it the braids that you like more? Because you never I seen Brian Mendoza a day in your life till you Googled them. Brian Mendoza. <laughs> Brian Mendoza got half, less than half of the amount rounds box that Thomas Lamana has. Thomas mm-hmm. Lamana's a lifer, you know what I'm saying? Cornflake is a dude who's stays in the gym, stays in the ring, and uh, he's got a passion for boxing. You know, I don't know this kid, but, you know, 18-1 and is not a bad record, but Larry Gomez, or who did it? Was it Gary Gomez? Who did he lose to? They call him La Bala, Brian uh, Mendoza. No, 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 but yeah, who did Brian that, Mendoza? That last he lost, name. Oh, Larry Gomez. 
Yeah, Bro, who's Larry? I've never heard of no Larry Gomez. Who's Larry? Man, I though, still really? don't know. I'm trying to <laughs> listen to you guys. His box rec, his box rec. Mitty, Mitty, there's nothing for you to listen to. Listen to me. You at least know the dudes that we don't know of in the UK. You can tell us. I know this guy is this. this. You, like, yeah. look, you told us who Nikki. These guys are not Nikki Cook. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas is, you know, he's. Flirting with being a journeyman. You know, oh, he's never okay. gotten he's never gotten a career defining win. Um he was a local club fighter in Atlantic City and he did well for himself. Like he could sell tickets beating up people that nobody knows. Mm. And he had his own promotion and that and that went good. You know, eventually PBC picked him up, even with a did loss, he- and you know his step up was Jorge Cota. Like, you yeah. know, other than that, the biggest name is, like, Gabriel Tito Bracero and Mike Arnudis, and it's like, you know, those were little dudes. He got like, a draw yeah. with Bracero, though. No, oh. and I've got to give it to you, because, like, you know, for me, I think, you know, I'm not saying, like, you know, it's necessarily small. It's a big, big country to cover with, like, Wales, Scotland, and all those, right? Uh, but, I mean... On your side, it's very difficult to be in the know of all the like local fighters and all that across all the states and all that. So having the inside scoop on all those people, you have to have like a, a big, big, big network, man. Like so, yeah, you know, I, I guess you know, and it's a little guy, bit harder, you know. This guy, I'm not, I'm giving you more information about Lamana, not because he's better, because like you said, the network. You know, when I came mm. into the game, I was introduced to him. Uh, by uh, a female that we used to work with by the name of the Boxing Diva. Diva. And, uh, you know, I watched him when he was undefeated, you know. Um, she was good yeah. friends with him. She, she would bring good. him on the show. She would, he was, yo, she was such good friends that when we would, like, question him, she would break down sometimes. Like, yo, just leave him alone type shit. So it's oh, like, really? Bro, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Those, those were some crazy shows. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> you know, he's always like this guy that I knew, but you know, didn't get that fight. So, like, now he's with PBC. So he's yeah. getting those fights, and they're getting on TV. And he's been on Showbox before. You yeah. know, he's been but on he ESPN, lost. I he think. lost to Antoine Douglas he lost, on Showbox. Yeah, they, he they, lost they, to Antoine Douglas. You yeah, know, he's, like, you know, he, listen, uh, at the end of the day, he's got 179 rounds in, right? I, I think yo, that he, he is the lost, fighter he he's going to be. Didn't he lose mm. to the kid from the DMV ever, uh, the sign of the rock, uh, Hernandez, Dusty, 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 Hernandez? Dusty Harrison, yes, Dusty Austin. Hernandez. But Dusty put together a really impressive like run when they Good. fought. He had beaten like I just want a couple of guys is, in a row. Listen, Dusty, listen, this is, is all Dusty I want to say for real. Yeah, Dusty Harrison, yeah, Dusty, uh, Dusty, Dusty Hernandez, Harrison. Harrison. This is, wow. this is all I okay. want to say, Mitty, and maybe you got somebody like that in the UK, right? Like, look, Lamana's not a world beater. You know, um, I wish him luck on world title success and, 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 and you know, aspirations. But um, yeah. I don't know if that okay. happens. I don't know if that happens, but I want to see him at least get like a... Ishe Smith win. Yeah, okay. I, I hear you. Because I, I see, like, yo, I see for 10 years, You, he's training. Like, this is what he does, you know? Mm. This is what he does. He promotes a couple of kids here and there, which he gives them good opportunity. This is a young kid, too. We're talking about, yeah. you know, he doesn't have this super-duper successful promotion, but he's legitimately, at 28 years old and younger, has put on 
his own shows in casinos yep. with real yeah, that's fighters. Good. Derek that's good. Webster. That's probably his future. Like, exactly. It's like a family, like, it's like a family gonna business. fall back on that, like promotion, managing yeah, of fighters yeah. and all that. That's cool. That's normal. It's so a I just want to see him. I just want to see him get a good, decent win because he's been working hard for years. Like, and maybe just his skill wasn't there. But I would mm. like to see him get it. So I hope he gets the win with Mendoza. I'm not saying Mendoza isn't the goods. Mendoza's from another... He's from Albuquerque. We would have to call Austin Trout. I don't know Mendoza. Yeah, yeah I agree with okay. everything you said. He, he at this point, has worked really hard. I hope he gets the win. I pick him. I'll be rooting for him. And, uh, you know, hopefully this is a start of a good run he could put himself on. Yeah, yeah. So on the undercard, there's a bunch of other people, but those are even less recognized. Our uh, Abram Martinez, I guess we never heard of him. We'll see him this time. It's a 140-pound, eight-round fight. Justin Paludo, let me Google. I think he's that Dominican kid, though. Not sure. No, it's not. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let Who me, is it? Let me, let me put the uh, boxer here because uh, let's see what we got. Justin, where you at? All right, Paludo. Uh, no, he's from Houston. Uh, birthplace is Orlando. And looks like MixedMartialArts.com is his manager, which means he's probably an MMA dude. Background. Um, he's got a few good string of wins. Uh, he's got a no contest to Austin Dulay. Originally TKO win for Dulay. Changed due to new contest. So Dulay... Tested positive, I think, because I know he's a smoker, I believe, Dulay. He might have tested positive. It doesn't say, it just says no contest, but he might have tested positive for something. That's why there's no contest. So, so that means this kid lost to Dulay by knockout, but is not yeah. doesn't have the loss on his resume. So other than that, the only other loss on his resume is to Ephraim Cruz, also not known. So, yeah, these are bubble fights, gentlemen. Bubble fights. This guy hasn't fought since October of 2019. And uh, it's a bubble fight. That's yeah. that. So, I, you know, that I'm going to go with A-sides, but I never heard of these dudes, you know? And Jose Venezuela, yeah. never heard of him. I'm telling you, these are bubble fights, champs. Jose Definitely. is 5-0, two KOs. He is a Seattle. Uh-oh, Mr. PBC. Seattle, Washington native, uh, but he is from Los Monchis, Sinaloa, Mexico. I love doing that. Uh, so, Jose Venezuela, he's going to be taking on Zach, whoever, Kun, Kun, Kun. Uh, let's see who he is. That's Mr. Zach. I missed exact. Okay. <laughs> he's nobody. He has no face on Botrek. So we already know. You know, he's gonna have to make a name for himself and get a face on Botrek with this win. So yeah, all A sides. We were rushing through this, so we're gonna have to put more speed on this. News and notes, uh Selby Cambroso title bout off with no new date. Fight could possibly be moved to Australia, allowing fight fans in attendance. Could Australia be the new home of uh the new home the new boxing hub during the pandemic i'm gonna say no based off britney's interview uh just logistic wise she obviously made it clear if it's a big fight it's worth it regular fights not so worth it uh what about you guys yeah i, I agree 100 like, go ahead i mean midi i was gonna say it's possible for promoters who have like uh, a global reach like that and a fighter 
that has a base over there. So it, I don't know. You probably will see something like that with uh, uh, Joe Parker, for example, in uh, uh, in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's possible. But rumors yeah, he fighting because, fire because, in New Zealand. Yeah, because they have like the the ties, and you know, she's right. It's logistically a nightmare to bring everyone from abroad. Like, so you need to work with people out there to get like B side from over there or smaller like uh, regional local fighters that can be put on the out on the card and use all your network and all that. So yeah, it's probably not gonna be for every promoter. And it's going to be hard for, you know, most of them, actually. I can only think of Matchroom who has, like, uh, Joe Parker over there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with her and I'm with you guys. I don't think it's going to be a hub. It's just going to be the luck of having a fighter that is based out there in your stable. That's cool. I agree. I do think, though, that there is something to it. I don't think that this fight would have ever even been considered to move to Australia. Uh, you know, Selby's the name here. You know, Camboso's got the fight. Uh, but, you know, he's kind of just the middleman between the eventually, uh, you know, Selby uh, unification bout that's coming up. So if you look at this and you look at the fact that Australia, you know, has had uh, a successful fight with uh, fans in attendance, it's definitely a possibility. So I don't think it becomes a hub. I do think, though, that some fighters with Australian ties or that can be, you know, considered draws might get the opportunity to fight there that otherwise wouldn't have had it, but mm. yeah. Do me. Call me Doomhead. Do me and in the chat, the regulating. <laughs> Call me regulating. It's fighting with people out there. Yo, look, uh we're talking about Australia, right? And 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 it being the the new uh Zion. Oh, that's right. <laughs> new Zion. The new you know Zion Williams. This is the Matrix and we're in the and that's Zion. Look, you got probably the only country right now if i'm you know i might be mistaken that's holding crowd events with crowds and, and 16,000 people 16,000 people man that zoo fight you know it, it it brought me back to that so i don't know how much logistics and stuff like that who got passports and stuff like that i don't know if that stuff is pretty hard when you got guys that live in america and obviously have to have a passport i know sometimes we're late to like go you know renew our passports and all that stuff but if there's money gate money you, you know you bet your butt I, if, if i was a promoter i'd try to make something happen out there uh you know 16,000 people. What does that equate to uh, uh, MIDI or the panel? Yeah, some I mean, money. I, just go for an average of like $100 per, per ticket, right? So an average, like, you know. So, you know, there, there you have it, like, you know, on six mil. Yes. So, I don't know. I would definitely well, be looking at that. Well, you heard Ray, man. Anytime you could get $5 million off the gate, that's great. So if you're getting $6 million just with an average of 100 tickets... A hundred dollar tickets at sixteen. That's that's uh, like that. That's the math promoters need. That's a million six hundred. Yeah, one point six, not six million. Oh 1. damn, Mitty, what's point, up with I, you, man? I I say one point six. It's the accent. It's the accent. It's the accent. Yo. Oh, so right. that being <laughs> said, we got now to discuss. Hey, just one thing, like, uh, before it slips my mind, that threw me off. Like, she said, like, people who have passport, what, what did she mean, like, illegal people? And no, the, no, 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 there's plenty of Americans, bro. I got so many friends that don't have a passport, Mitty, it's insane. Oh, you don't, so you don't need one, like, just, like, 
or do you have like kind of like stop and search kind of thing like they can stop you and ask for your not for identification your passport. and passport yeah that. they'll no? ask for your id not your passport damn now, who you, who you now, with now, now if you if you are a you, if you're a person of interest by ice they might ask for documentation for residency and citizenship or naturalization yeah. but not not regular police and, and like so you have like id card or you yeah. have or you walk Driver's around license. with like a driving license yeah that's which is a government issued id out here all right i see we could fly to certain uh states with and, your driving license and, and countries that are part of the united states with our driver like like i could fly to puerto rico just with my driver's license no passport yeah because because puerto rico has got like a special and, status and, right so and, it's like uh, a, hawaii a I, flew state. To, I flew to hawaii without my passport just my driver's license I could go to Guam if I wanted to, but I I haven't done enough research on Guam and what's on that island. But Hawaii is like a part of the US American state, right? Like Puerto Rico, I think is like a slightly different status, like but it's considered you can travel in and out of there, like with you. Okay. I mean, I don't know all that. I just know it's part of the US. Cool. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so we gotta talk about Jamel Heron and the Jonathan Oquendo card. Uh, big baby Jared Anderson, the real big baby Jared Anderson, will be facing off against Rodney Hernandez. Step up, gentlemen. You see? Call you step up. I got my I got my my stalker in the chat, you know, saying that uh I scream I don't know by the the y'all don't know boxing, but you see, we were talking about Rodney Hernandez the other day, you know, and and about Philip Hergovich and timing and when mm. And when a, 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 a heavyweight is facing names, how fast? Hernandez is not a world beater. He's not a winner. But he is a, a dude that is there to test you. And he's test other bigger name heavyweights. And to see Jared Anderson in there already with Hernandez is just beautiful. In the sixth pro fight. I don't understand what's up. Like, this is not like top rank. You know, again, it's not like Anderson is going to upset him. I highly doubt it. But Coley just beat him. And this is in order uh, in terms of the way. You mean you mean that he's not going to get uh, that, uh, that Anderson's not going to get upset by him. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, Hernandez just lost to Bacoli before that. DeVeco, Joey DeVeco, uh, famously known for allegedly knocking out AJ Spine. <gasps> And he has a draw with uh, uh, Joey yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, believe me. That draw that he had with Joey was enough for me to bet on Hernandez the second time, and Joey got the win. But we don't even really know. I don't, I don't, I'm not even going to say that I remember whatever. We watched it, though. We bet on that, and he, he lost. I thought, you know, I thought maybe he could have upset Joey because Joey be bullcrapping, man. But anyway, yeah. Leron Mitchell. Also faced a Majagba, Jonathan Rice, uh, Zhao Zhang, you know. Zhao Zhang. So there's uh, and and that Sergei Nigerian Kuzman. dude, the Nigerian dude, uh, I cannot pronounce it. Um, you know, he was a bus. Like, I went to see him in Florida. He's this big Nigerian. He was talking mad trash about AJ, saying AJ's not a real Nigerian and all this stuff. And then <laughs> he got a PBC fight. And Rodney knocked him out. Rodney that we're talking about right now that isn't supposed to upset Jared knocked out this big 
Nigerian, trained at the heavyweight factory for years by Stacey McKinley, who people love and adore because he trained Mike Tyson. They always want to see Stacey train a heavyweight. Well, there you go. He smoked his boots last year. First round knockout, Rodney put him out. So, um, you know, you never know. This is, like, great for Jared, and I'm happy that you put it in here and we highlighting it because I like to see guys that we back in do great things. And, and and this ain't nothing to write home about, but it's definitely something to talk about. It's definitely a highlight on another card, and the fact that it's coming up so quick in September 5th, I think that's also something that should be talked about is the fact that, you know, yes, Rodney Hernandez isn't a world beater, like you said. He has some losses, but he's been in there with all the guys you named, you know, F.A., um, you know, Michael Hunter, when Michael Hunter was really young, uh, he's been in there with so many different guys, and, uh, you know, this fight's coming out really quick it's next weekend right or a week from next week i guess uh and it, it's just it's one of those things where like you said it needs to be highlighted we're going to be watching uh the heron fight you know him and okando so this is just another positive to see on the card and i can't wait yeah and <laughs> and for rodney you I, know when we struggle like yo what's his biggest win what's his biggest win that dude, that Nigerian dude is as big as Ren. I wish one of you guys take a crack. Mitty, can you take a I crack? Really... Don't you got Nigerian background? Hey, no, Benin. It's close enough, though. It's a neighboring country. Like, to tell me what, I'm gonna what you send, need. I'm going to send you the, 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 the box track so you can take a crack at his name. Because, um, right. I, I mean, look, he's already bounced back with a tune-up win. Uh, hopefully, we get to see him as the heavyweight division. I actually thought he had power when I went down to Florida to see him at, at, at Stacy's gym. But you're putting in a pre pro, uh, literally right now. Sent all right, Dan Coach Mitty from West Africa, champ. Uh, hey, I'm gonna like, try, I'm gonna try. I think it's my friend, you, like you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disgrace. Like, it's oh, like Honorio de yeah, Iwariemi. Damn, you made it yeah. so easy. I would have never thought of that. But, I, you know, I'm sure, like, a proper Nigerian will probably just, like, Yo, correct me I that. see. I see the E-Y-R-E-M-E. Yeah, I see that. E-Y-R-E-M-E. Yeah, that, that looks good. That looks right, Mehdi. Damn, that shit sound like a freaking African song. Like, he out Bro. there. In the, like, he in the truck. That's the birth. That's the birth. E-Y-R-E-M-E. <laughs> Hey, want to sing and beat the Ordinary drum right Yo, I can see him coming into the ring. People just chanting that. Oh, Nary Yeah. No, no, yeah. Voodoo is definitely the, the birthplace of. Uh, yeah. Benin is the birthplace of, of Voodoo. Damn, yeah. bro. I can see. Yo, if he could get back in the winning. Don't say that. I'm scaring a few people in the chat, so please don't. Man. <laughs> Yo, if he, could, if, he could, if he could get back in the win streak, I could see people cheering that. Like, you know, sweet Caroline and all that. And then, you know, the whole, only one Ricky Hata. That could be his thing. Like, oh, nary a day. And worry at me. Yeah, I like yeah. that. <laughs> Shit <rocking>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm kidding. I love it, bro. Drop the ringtone on him. Bro, real quick, just so I say my piece real quick on, on Rodney Hernandez. Like, is he a super step up? Obviously not, right? No. But 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 I, I'm gonna give Rodney Hernandez some credit on he he comes out the first few rounds throwing leather. 
So if Jared likes to get into a fight, and that's what he told us when he came on here, he likes it when guys like to fight. So I expect an explosive fight. You know, just keep your hands up, protect yourself at all times, because uh, Rodney likes to throw leather, man. Yo, um, let's see. I think that's it, right? Mario? That was the last note. Yes, it was. I guess Call the, you that's I guess it. the only mention of Herring was that he's on this card. But let me tell you, man, bro, he looks good. Bro, if y'all follow him on Instagram, I, that don't even look genetical. And, like, I can't blame it. Like, some guys, it looks genetics, you know, but I watch Herring his whole career. I even Bro, he watched, got beans. Yo, he's, one like. of the, he's one of the few fighters I watched in the amateurs, okay? I don't really watch amateurs, but all those guys were Olympians and their fights were on TV. They were a big deal, that 2012 crop. And, Jesus, that kid is looking crazy over there in that camp man i hope he performs the way that he looks he looks strong he looks in shape i mean yo i'm excited i'm excited and he's ready for this fight right he's already been dialed into a quendo for some time now it's a it's a bubble fight but at least he gets a name bubble fight right so it's kind of like crawford brook you know what i mean so now he just got a he got to he got to do this dude dirty. He got to he got to shine, and I, and the way that he's looking in camp, I'm thinking that he that he is, you know, um, or that he will hopefully, because he looks good, man. He looks good, yo. I'm I'm really excited for him. Shinobi. We were supposed to get him on before you Shinobi. We were supposed to get him on, but Tuesday uh, Tuesdays at 9:30 a.m., which is what I wanted him for. They he does strength and conditioning, but who was that? Onoriode or <laughs> Nah, not Onoriode. It was uh, Jamel Heron. Jamel Heron. Oh, 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 yeah, that would be cool to yeah, have. Yeah, so him. now like I'm, I'm shooting for hey, Wednesday listen, if since he couldn't th- come on. This that Tuesday. fight with Frampton is gonna be fire. Frampton is Frampton is my guy, but you know that that's a very tough fight, man. You know Jamal Herring is like super conditioned, man, like crazy. Like, you know, like, do you know, what, what? Yo, the rich kid, he do what? look like, I ain't going with the Gucci man. He said, oh, Gucci man, but he do look like Tava. Yeah, he does, like, but, but he, I he mean. Do, he do look like bro, the older Tava. He do, he do. I mean, like, it does look like you're going to hurt yourself if you punch that dude in I the face, man. Uh, uh, that face looks like, you know, Who, he can uh, take some punches, man. Who, uh, Noriede? Yeah, bro. Like you seen that when you sent me that I, I popped up on not, my screen. Though. I said, "Damn, I don't want to fight him." Man. I guess not, cause Rodney. He's just another fighter. <laughs> cause Rodney knocked him out, so I guess not. I guess his face looks tough, yeah. but it can't take them shots. <laughs> but uh, real quick, TJ says Impact TV should have Michael Hunter versus Lucas Brown in Australia. It would be smart. Bring somebody for that Wilson kid at featherweight. Just saying. What do you say? Like. Yeah, Impact TV should have Michael Hunter versus Lucas Brown in Australia. It would be smart. Bring somebody for that Wilson kid at featherweight. Just saying. Hmm. Who's Wilson? Uh, uh, Willie Hutchinson, I think. I thought he was saying, but uh, Wilson. Who's Wilson? I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's Wilson. But right. let's open up these phone lines. They gonna have to send their best fighter for the champ. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! I'm ready! The 
These calls are brought to you by El Camino Electrical Services, experts in electric vehicle charging stations. For consultations and turnkey installation, visit us at ElCaminoElectricalServices.com. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. <laughs> Subscribe to YouTube.com slash The Boxing Voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. All right, you know the number to call it, 1425-569-5241. Press 1, one time, voice your opinion right here. Voice of the People Hotline. Don't forget you can add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. We're going out to Seattle, Washington. Mr. PPC, baby. Boxingboys.com. I'm the flyest Canelo talking about he believed he can win. Go to my kitchen. Get the sharpest knife. Because the bullshit out. I don't care what you do good. I do every fucking thing great. Mr. PPC, baby. Yo, what's good? Um, I got my picks are, um, I got Daniel Dubois, Victor Postal, Laura, um, Rodriguez, and uh, of course, since you said Jose Venezuela is from uh, Seattle, shit, I'm going to choose him too, if I can, you know, catch that channel. Um, I was watching, um, I, I got Jared, uh, the real big baby, um, I was watching Hernandez Rodriguez, and I stumbled upon a fight, uh, Zilly Zang. Like, why haven't we seen this dude? Because he's from China, bro. But but we had him. We had his trainer on the show, Sean George, man. And and I told you, man, I've seen him spar Adam Kovnaki and Big Baby. He's yo, good, he's man. big for nah, for he is. I even seen I I seen him spar Doomy. Doomy spar. But, but, but I got I got the real Big Baby because I feel like the, you know Hernandez be putting his head out there, and mm -hmm. just be taking those punches. So that's my call and uh. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um, let's go down the line. Mario, check blog talk for me. Looks like we got I somebody. Got We're going to James Benitez. What up? Yo, good show, Ness, man. How you doing, fam? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for calling in. Hey, my picks this weekend are all A-sides, man. So I'm just going to keep it simple there. But, yeah, but like my question that I asked, man, I don't think it was that difficult of a question, man. It's It surprised me how quickly that she kind of threw that question to the side just to Ray Flores. But even still, you know, I just think that in times like this, we should be trying to use, like, some of the more eloquent speaking uh, boxers like um, Abner Mares or Sean Porter or whatnot and just have them doing, like, maybe, like, forums or whatnot, maybe talking about social justice, maybe things related to boxing or whatever or things that may be going on in other boxers lives you know just take advantage of the time just to put a new face on boxing and that's pretty much my call champ all right all right yo that uh that number on blog talk is a new caller from the state of vermont vermont yep ladies and gentlemen making his professional debut First time caller, 802. Who's this? Yo, what's good, Ness? This is your boy, Ron. Yo, I've been on here before, yo. I'm, I'm kind of like a first time caller this year, but I've been on your show last year, too. What's right. up? You said Ron? Yeah, Ronald. 
Ronald, thank you for calling in, champ. Talk to us. Uh, I just want to say, man, I've been enjoying your shows, man. I'm glad you guys are uh, booting back up for the boxing season. Hopefully everything with the bubble stays, you know, just that. Like, you know, everybody stays safe and we still get to watch the fights that we want to watch. And um, I'm just being optimistic about this year and hopefully into next year. For sure, champ. And, and, and any predictions for this weekend's fights or that's it? That's all you got? Oh, no, I got plenty of predictions. I got Ramirez. I got DuBose. I got, um, who else? There's a bunch of fights on. Um, I got a few of them, man. I mean, I could sit up here and think about them right, right off the bat, but um, yeah, I feel what like about Ramirez Angulo is Truax. Who you got? Oh man, oh, Angulo or oh, Angulo Truax. Oh, that's a good one. That's a hard yeah. one actually, because um, I think so too. I feel like Angulo. You know what? I seen the Sergio Martinez fight the other day, so I'm gonna go with Angulo. Mm. <laughs> I like that answer. Oh, you know turning I mean? back the hands of time. I huh? like that answer. You know, because Sergio Martinez put it on that boy, man. I like the way he was on the ropes and everything. She shows, he showed boxing skills. So if Angulo can come in there and do that to Truex, hey, it is what it is, you know. I agree. For sure, champ. Well, uh, thank you Yo, for calling that, in, man. Oh, you got some more? You definitely hold on, got hold more on, time. Guys, hold on. No, you definitely got more time. You got so you're giving us those pauses. <laughs> I don't know when you're done. Oh, okay. That's because, yeah, that's because, okay. Yeah, the, the Erzlandy Laura fight against Greg Vendetti. I'm gonna have to go with Laura, even though I know he's slowing up. But as long as he don't make like the crucial mistakes by trying to box with somebody, you know what I mean? Like, cause he's older now. Like, I know he's a, I know he's a dog, but like, you gotta be smarter nowadays. Like, don't get all lumped up like just because you want to prove a point. Box circles around the mother bubble. You know what I mean? Like, be real with it. You know what I mean? Show your superior boxing skills more than. Just try to slug with somebody and, and not get hit. You see what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, man. That, that's my call. But, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Thanks for letting me get my picks. For sure, champ. We go live every day, man. Join us. We got another first-time call in Stockton. You sure? Ladies and gentlemen, making his professional debut. 209, what it do? Stockton 209. Modesto. Modesto, what up? Who's this? This is Ricky. What's up, man? What's going on, Ricky? Talk to us. You want you gotta get Not off speaker, Ricky, because we're getting feedback. Yeah, no, what's up? I'm just, you know, calling in the show first time. Been listening to you guys for a minute. But you guys are doing a good job. Thank you, man. Thank Thanks, you. man. Yo, Jose Ramirez fighting. You over there? That's ain't that your yeah. area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. Well, he's from Fresno, about an hour and a half. But yeah, hell yeah, we're rooting for him. So hopefully he gets the job done. So right after that, you know, he goes for Josh Taylor, and you know, we'll see what's up. I don't. I'm not sure about uh, if his trainer's going to be uh, with the Robert Garcia. I'm not sure if he has that, uh, the COVID thing, Yo, but why, yeah, for sure. We're going for him. Why is it taking Robert so long to recover from that shit? Right? Like J Jamel Herring got, he tested, he said he was sick and he was back in the gym. Like why it is affects Robert older people? It can affect older people harder. 
Yeah, but Robert ain't that yeah, old, bro. Robert is younger no, than me, No, he ain't that man. old, but he's in the age demographic, I though. think Robert might be younger than yeah. me by like one eight, one old, no, one, one year or so. But listen, I've heard like today only I spoke to people that said like, you know, they still feel down now. They still feel tired. And it's been like four weeks, man. Four weeks of feeling tired and lethargic, man. So Whoa. you don't know, man. Damn. Sorry, go ahead with your call, man. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, I was just giving give my Robert, pick, man. but yeah, 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 well, so he's, is he supposed to be there? Because I was hearing uh, Mikey Garcia yesterday, he was talking in a live video saying that uh, he tested all week negative, so I'm not sure if he's going to be in his corner this weekend. I mean, oh, that's he, good news. If he tested negative, that means he will be there because positive is when you ain't going to be there, so I don't know, man, we're going to have to wait and see and hopefully it'll be a treat. Yeah, hell yeah, but yeah, for sure. Hopefully, hopefully gets the job done, and you know, but uh, uh, yeah, I was talking, uh, another fight too. The dubious for me, uh, the England one. He should be able to get that one, and um, I got a, I don't know about Angulo. I think Truex Tru- Tru- should should get that one, and hmm. uh, what was the other one? The the Lara, Lara should get it too. For sure. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah no, I was just you know. Calling you guys to congratulate you guys. You know, you guys been doing pretty good. I mean, I hear you know, been at work. I normally hear you guys every day. So, or when you guys are on live, or you know, but good job. Congrats to all of you guys, and you know, hopefully you guys keep it real. All right, brother. Well, thank you. Thanks, for Ricky. We in. got you down. Thank all right, you. man. So next time you call in, we we will have you locked in. And for any uh, uh, first time listeners, we go live every day, nine a.m. Eastern, six a.m. West Coast. Uh, 7, no, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, we go live twice on Thursday, once at 9 a.m. And uh, again right now at 7 p.m. throughout, you know, basically 11. And uh, Sundays at 7 p.m. So join us. If you guys haven't already done so, this is my opportunity to go ahead and continue to plug the subscription. We would like you to go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's absolutely free. You get that notification every time we do go live so you can join us for some boxing talk. We talk in all different divisions and different aspects of the sport. Uh, last time we checked, I believe we were at 115,773. I'm hitting that refresh. We're going to see where we at. All right, all right. All right, well, look, you know, you win some, you lose some, and we definitely lost three, so we're back at 115,770. So, yeah, man, look, we need 30 people to go ahead and take us to the next level, which would be 115,800. I really want to get to 116,000. So if you want to just go ahead and uh, call a couple of people, make it 200 and some change and get us there now, that'll be good. If you're calling in, at the number of one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Remember to press one, one time, so that we know you want to talk. I see my man Valdez has not pressed it. Just giving you the heads up. Going out the tray in the bay. What up? What's up, man? Um, I was in and out, or a lot of it. So you gonna have to run it down. Well, we're making picks. We're making picks. This week we got uh, ESPN with uh, Jose mm-hmm. Ramirez defending his titles against Victor Post. You know, you know, I'm going for my Central California boy. One time for Fresno, baby. Put it in for uh, Ramirez. On the undercard, we got some uh, 
you know, new guys. Anthony Chavez, you know, you gonna, you want to yeah. pass, right? You just want the big names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm too casual for that shit. All Give me right. the big names. Uh, well, you know my boy, <laughs> my boy Elvis is fighting, so he's a big name. You know, Rodriguez getting boy, all the knockouts. Elvis. The one, the Dominican getting all the knockouts, and, and he does the guitar. When one way class. Out. Uh, 140. Oh, that's that boy you've been talking about for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm not picking him. Who he fighting? Uh, just to troll Cody your Wilson. ass. Cody Wilson. Just to troll your ass, I'm going with Cody. Good, good. Uh, good. All them Bud Slender shows, I owe you. I hear you. <laughs> and, I'm not even, and I'm not even a tender. But uh, <laughs> next. Uh, Daniel Dubois. I'm going to oh, knock you, know, you out. Versus Ricardo Snyder. I'm going with Daniel Dubois. Who he fighting? Fujimoto, little brother? Uh, nah, because Snyder sound like he from a whole different country from Fujimoto, but... It's from the Netherlands. Okay, there you go. They giving Dubois another layup, huh? Is it cold in yeah. the Netherlands? Uh, it's about the same as, like, London. Like, in, in the in the summer, it gets that, hot and all yeah, that. They got all four seasons over there, or no? Yeah, yeah, it's the same as London. It's about, like, you know, I think it's an hour and a, an hour and a half away by flight, if not less. You know, so it's it's quite close. Hey, that's Seattle weather, bro. They hot ain't our kind of hot. That's that. That's that's that seventy degrees and they burning up. You know what I mean? That's a different kind of hot. They 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 don't know what hot really is. You know, we tropical people. Yo, so Sonny Edwards, little I mean, uh, Charlie Edwards, little brother Sonny is on the undercard of the Daniel Dubois fight. If you wanna make a pick, nah. Nah, nah, nah. David Adelaide, David Adelaide, heavyweight from uh, the UK, who helped Tyson Fury get ready for the Deontay Wilder fights fighting. If you no, want to make it, a... yes, him. I'm uh, picking against him for sure. Okay, well, he's, <laughs> he's fighting Phil Williams over on Fox and Fox Deportes. We got Islandri Lara versus Greg Vendetti. Yeah, I'm going Lara. Okay, and Alfredo <laughs> Angulo versus Caleb Truax. Oh, uh, first guy. But I don't, I don't know. Oh, you going with Truax? Who, who, who's French? Caleb. Uh-uh. She's, she's assuming Caleb's Truax because of, of the last name. No. Right? I'm, not going with, I'm, going, I'm not going with Caleb. I'm going with the other guy. What? Oh. You're going for Angulo. Angulo, he ain't French. He's from Mexico. Don't but worry. I, we take him. We take him. No problem. We got you. Because Truax should win that fight. Former world champ. Biggest win, James DeGale. That right did that boosted his ego once he got that win. That was a gold medalist yeah. and current but, champ. But that wasn't the same the girl, man. Man, Come listen, on. he beat he beat a better the girl than than Chris Eubank did. Man, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he <laughs> got him true. first. He got him first. But he, he also lost to to a, a shot the girl. He lost the rematch, right? I mean, you know, he had everything set up against him, right? Now I don't even remember. <laughs> no, no, they, they had like a rematch that was like a another lackluster fight. Like, the girl should have, like, you know, didn't retired it, before that fight. Didn't like that, though? No, I think they went all the way, but, like, you know, it, it was not a good fight, man. Uh, before I get to some callers, let me get to some super chats. Looks like Doomy's mouse is down for the count, so he's out for the day. We got super chats, and uh, let me see here. We're going to take it back to Intrigue. And then go from there. Basil Lomachenko says, ask her, has she met Uncle Al Champies? Basil, all the ask questions are on Patreon, and we did have a post. You could have asked her that. Jordan Baker. Shout out to Jordan Baker. 
He doesn't ever call in. He grants his boomerang to uh, J-Mac in New Orleans, and he's been doing that for a while. So I uh, want to shout out pound for pound Jordan Baker in Florida. The champ is here! Pound for pounds. I got to start ringing that, that champions here for, for the stainlesses and the Jordans of the world. Um, we got Jordan who says, Super Chat to the real Mitty Mad. And that, nah, that like, was that was when Ray, that. That was when Ray was coming keep at him, you. Skip him. <laughs> Yo, you did look a little tight, but I like this is what this is where you are separating yourself and distinguishing yourself from the other previous UK co-hosts. Like you challenge what whatever people say and don't get mad. You know what I mean? Like that's part of the yeah, game. It's a, it's a discussion, man. That's all good. He can have his opinion. I can have mine. So it's all good, man. Yeah, I mean, yo, but Ray was trolling. He poured it on thick, man. It's <laughs> yeah, like, but it's I mean, like, like hey, yo, listen, you can understand. Like he's getting his paycheck from PBC, right? <laughs> that's all good. You know, I could have said, oh, you know, you say you remain impartial and all that. But, and again, when you say things like that, like you said, like if Floyd had ever lost, oh boy, you would have heard like all, all kind of like yeah. craziness, right? So it's normal. Like, you know, it goes, social media goes both ways, man. You talk your shit, like people are going to get back at you. So that's all good. We got Steve with a super chat, you know, who we're also going to highlight. He says, great show, I needed this, Ness, and I'm highlighting him because he asked me to get Britney, and he's a Patreon, and, you know, I try my best to, you know, do what it is that the Patreon family needs um, or wants in terms of guests and, obviously, direction of the show. And, uh, yeah, so I'm happy you're happy, and I'm happy that you even super chatted, right? One hand washing the other, appreciate the love. I know that y'all got to this one about the Impact TV Here's another one from TJ who says, how funny would it be if Postal beat Ramirez after Ness said what has Bud opponents done since that fight? I would use my entire call to laugh. Well, you would just be Dillian White. That's what Dillian White did when Wilder, did, when Wilder lost. He laughed. So if I would be wrong and you used your whole call to laugh, like, you know, that's what you would be doing. But. If Postal were to beat Ramirez, that would be the best thing that could happen to Crawford. Let's just be real. You know, that strengthens his resume. And at the end of the day, that's all any Bud fan wants is to not have to defend their fighter. And, you know, that would be great for them. See, I don't have to worry about what y'all say about Keith because we know who Keith fought. You know what I'm saying? We going out to 704. Yeah, I mean, Josh, North Carolina, ringer status, cutting the linea. What up? What up, TBV? Can you hear me? My audio good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, Ness, man, you was on your Newcastle Ness yesterday, wasn't you? You were ripping hard for the UK, wasn't you? <laughs> what, you what we talking about? <laughs> when you was when you was going. When you was going on that way about Lillian yesterday after you got off the uh, after you got off the line with his uh, trainer, I, I can understand. You know, I you stand, was hyping him up. I stand by it. I, I well, stand let me ask you it. this question, man. 
you you about rules, right? You 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 agree to follow rules, right? I, I try, man, you know, but as some people say they were meant to be broken, but talk to me. Okay. Is the, is the rules made to be broken twice? Or, excuse me, not the rules made to be broken. What? You're not following what your boss tells you. What? Well, I'm alluding to Lillian. I'm alluding to Lillian. Disrespect the WBC twice. When he told Luis Ortiz, nah, I'm not going to fight you. And then he told Dominic Brazil, nah, I'm not going to fight you. And then he go fight Chazor, and he fought Parker. And now the thing I got, the problem I got with Lillian is, he didn't do what the WBC told him, but the WBC ended up giving it to him and telling him, all right, if you be Oscar Rivas, you know, you're the, you, you, you the mandatory. So he does that even though there was a problem about him filling the steroid test. So now my problem is I don't get why the U.K. or even, I don't know, some people over here are saying that he deserves a title shot when he wasn't even doing what he was supposed to do to, to get the title shot. Do you get what I'm saying? Not, not really, man. I think that, uh, you know, Dillian White um, did enough to get a shot. He just, every all the champions were busy with bigger, better, you know, opportunities. 60 seconds. So you telling me it's cool for a fighter to disregard what the WBC or the sanction of body tell them and keep it moving and do what they want to do? That's what you're telling me? I mean, listen, fighters do that all the time. They vacate. They they drop out of the rankings and get you know line up with another ranking, you know. Uh, Danny was number one in the WBO. I don't see you getting mad at him. He didn't go to WRI. He went to WBC and IBF, but he was number one for Crawford, and then he chose to fight Earl. So like yeah. people gonna do was better for them. Well, I I, I guess what you say, but uh, my other uh, question is uh. Do you do you think Lillian is a better fighter than Luis Ortiz? He got better wins. Right now, we speak. He got better Ten wins seconds. than Luis Ortiz. Forget the wins, bro. I'm talking about Arthur. You're a boxer. You're, you're a hardcore boxing fan. Is he better than Luis Ortiz? He knocking people out more than Luis Ortiz. You know, it's hard to say who's better. They ain't fighting. That's a fight that I've always wanted. So, you know. But, Yo, but he's... My he's, brother... Is he on the is he on the water right now? Like his audio sounds like crazy. Probably. Speak. Where is he at? Uh, North Carolina. Put your hands up. Go on and stand <laughs> up. Yeah. Shout out to Mario. Yo, we going to Info Joe because it ain't no show without Info Joe. Mister Info Joe. This portion of the show we call In the Nose, presented by my brother. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, my boxing brothers? Yo. Yo, first things first, man. Shout out to the boxing guys, man. We got some cool fights this weekend. Uh, You know what? I'm more uh, excited about the... uh, uh, Jose Ramirez fight, man. I'm picking Jose Ramirez. Put me down for Laura. I made my picks on Patreon. But uh, put me down for Laura. Vendetti ain't ready. And uh, who else we got? Give me Dubois. Uh, uh, what else we got? Uh, Caleb Truax <laughs> yeah, over Angulo. Uh, 
uh, I made my pick on Patreon for that one. Uh, what else? That's basically all the big fights, right? All the rest, basically. I made my picks on Patreon. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm more excited about to see who's going to be the winner of this month. Who's going to be the supreme fight picker of the month? That's going to be the number one contender, man. So, I uh, mean, you know who in the lead already. Yeah, but this weekend is going to settle it all. It might take some L. Is this the last some, week? Is this the last this week? This is the last, the last week, week yep. man. Oh, yeah. damn. This is it. Yeah, so and then reset for the pro league. I, as he says that info, I don't want to cut your call short or anything, but remind everyone just to make sure to drop their their cash up to ensure that their points are counted for this week if they're in a pro league and they want their points to count for this week. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, if you win the Pro League, man, uh, drop that, man, so you can win that prize, whoever wins. And if you're not in the Pro League, man, you can say that you outpick everybody on TBV, man. That's something to brag about. Hey, I know some of y'all don't call in, but on this, Ness, you need to give them all the bells and whistles, everything, all the cheers, the claps, and get them on the show this Sunday, whoever wins. How about that? Can you do that? Contact them. They, they gotta be. They gotta be willing. Yeah, but we'll have the email definitely of the person that won. Okay, so most definitely. Them. We could email them, but you know they gotta get back to us. Yeah, but uh, hopefully I take the, <laughs> I take the winner though. <laughs> I, I'm more interested in the uh the prize though. But um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, new uh, what's up on the uh? What was that about the Crawford man? Yeah, I was trying to just decipher. What was his words again? Um, Mario, you got it pulled up? I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. It's in the pre yeah, I never fully explained it, so I never really got it. I didn't see the tweet or whatever. I mean, people, on people, IG. people are saying it has to do with, uh, you know, what's going on right now. He says, uh, I'm not even going to lie. I have a lot of hate in my heart. And that's just the end of it right there. Oh, uh, he could be talking about uh, uh, what's going on in the world right now, or he could be talking about uh, what's his name uh, from uh, DC area. Uh, Gary. Who, yeah, because Gary been going in on him. I've just checked out his video earlier. But that's all I got. Hit those thumbs up. You're listening to the number one pound for pound boxing podcast. I'm out, gentlemen. Good luck to the winner. Joe, thank you for calling in. Uh, we got Juan in the BX. Juan in the BX. Going once. All right, all right. So, I dropped the ball here. I dropped the ball, gentlemen. Why? We going to King Amin. In Essex. Available. I mean. I mean. All right. Majimba. Majimba. All right. My yes, you got me? Yes, we got you. Um, what's, good, what's good? All good, brother. Chilling, chilling. So, 
shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, being a moderator is definitely work. Um, <laughs> I see why you passed that uh, that job that job on. As damn, at the beginning it was rough, but I, I think I got the hang. Of it. Yeah. Hey. All right, so I'm gonna give y'all my picks real quick. I had picked Zoo. Uh, so I got that one right, but then I couldn't pick uh, the uh, Crocker fight. I, I wanted to go back and, and do some film study on that, and uh, it, it went off before I had the chance. Uh, but I got Ramirez, uh, Barboza, Elvis Rodriguez, obviously, and Daniel Dubois, Sam Maxwell, Sonny Edwards, Lara, uh, I'm 50-50 on this fight with Angulo and Truex. I, I picked Angulo, but um, Mr. 704 trolling me. Uh, I think I think he might be right. Though. I think I might have to change that pick. Uh, and then I got uh, Evgen. Evgen, I think that's his name. Uh, Deshaun Webster. And that's it. That's everybody. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, Yo, I picked show. against Webster. Great job. I picked against West in the league. Yeah, I went with the Sweden. The Swede. Damn. The undefeated Swede. It's possible, man. I really don't know much about those dudes, man. I went with the yeah. Swede. So, so my Jimbe, you're a moderator now? You're sniping people in the chat? I'm trying to keep it down the middle. You know, just trying to tell everybody to keep it boxing. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, there's a, a lot for no reason i mean we're we're all a community here so just you know i'm just i just really want to talk boxing that's it. any any other you know yeah. po politics or any other stuff that they got going on uk versus U usa for whatever reason like you know it really matters um right. all that stuff is nonsense to me just boxing that's it I i'm not gonna lie that the last two days or so you know the chat's been like much healthier, so you know. Yeah, I'm sure you we, got something to do with it. Like, we've so, published, so we've published the rules. You know what I mean? We got rules, and you know, people are abiding by them, so it's pretty cool, man. But my Jimba, thank you for calling in. Uh, we're gonna go out to. Uh, damn, you know what? I, I got to stall yet again. Yet again, I got to stall. This is uh, life and times of Ness GTO here. So many man, how's your on? day? What what up? What up? What he up? Said, what Mitty, how was your day? Yeah, oh, how was my day? Yeah, oh man, good, yeah. good. Like when good in general, you know. I've hit the gym. You know, I, I was teaching a class yo, and all gym's, that. Gym's not open for us yet over here, but September first. Oh, are you allegedly. serious? We we got people back in the gym normal now. So so I'm just uh, I'm just teaching people. I'm training a little bit. Man, I even had like sparring. Man, I had like few rounds with Niger chick. Man, what? You know, uh, yeah. I mean, like we need to get her back into sharpness, right? So and. There were really no girls for her to to spar like so we did like a little free round there there, and yeah man. Damn! Shout was... out to Naja. Yo, I want to see a Naja fight. Honestly, ever since uh, you and her did pad work in front of me, I was like, whoa, she really got a nice little left hook and some pop. I want to see if it's yeah, no, she like... can she can fight. To be honest, she, she can fight. Uh, you know, I wish like you know she was a bit hungrier for the game, but I think it's coming along. Like you know, you know, it's it's all about the hunger and wanting Bro. to be out there. 
through she, his thing, she you know? could get a Serrano shot if she hurry up. Hey man, if mom got a fight, like definitely that's what Nigeria I'm saying. Get a fight. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and and that's not gonna finish like that. But at least I hope for her. Anyway, no, <laughs> we could get we could get Naja four fights in a year, and she be ready for 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 somebody next year. But um, yeah. we got mastermind. That's what I was going to find out, Kels. Mastermind, Kels, in Cali. Yeah, shout out to TVV, man. Shout out to Dollar DiBiase, you know, for that fresh beat. Uh, I'm going to buy some more, man, uh, shit later on in the future. But uh, I, I jumped on late, man. I caught the uh, the tail end of uh, Ray Flores, had me dying, talking about Dillian White. That shit was hilarious. But uh, as far as the fights this week, uh, I mean, I'm 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 stepping out of the game this weekend, man. Uh, I'm just going to chill. Wait, I guess wait, wait, wait. Did you suffer a loss? That doesn't even sound like it. What you mean you're going to chill? <laughs> Sometimes, man, you just got to take your winners, man, and just, you know, just be happy with what you got, you know what I'm saying? So I think I'm going to jump back in whenever uh, whenever we get these uh, Charlo fights on, uh, coming, man. I'm, 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 I'm seeing some parlays with them, but, uh, yeah, I'm just going to chill for a little bit. Wow. You know, Chris Congo, man, dude, he put me over, man, you know, and I've been sitting on – I've been sitting on that that, 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 Chris, that Chris Congo ticket for like you know weeks, man. Just waiting, <laughs> like, man. Yo, Kels, just buy me a burger next time we I'm, I'm at Border Wars, man. That's hey, all baby, I need. I just you. a burger, hey, bro. Hey, hey, we doing surfing turf. Fuck a burger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit, that was man. That was the pick of the year right there, bro. Boy. I, I mean, be but, so nervous. I don't see how y'all bet so much. I'd be too nervous. Like I did. I would look. I, I was just as confident as everybody. I took Midi's advice wholeheartedly, but I didn't. I put Congo in a parlay. I didn't bet him straight up. I could. Man, you, know, you know the thing about me, man, is like I was big on the crypto game back in like 2017. So. I've I've won a whole bunch and I lost a lot too, so I'm kind of used to like you know uh, going big and like hitting uh, big risk and shit. So, I mean, like I said, I was gonna put a thousand dollars on Chris Congo, but you know, both I don't let me put that much money on a you know negative one sixty five or whatever he was at the time. So I just broke his bet up. So I said, well, if I'm a, if I'm a bet a thousand, I'm gonna put four hundred on this parlay, but he's gonna be the he, he gonna be the highest risk. So everybody else is guaranteed to win. So that's how I kept on, like, you know, uh, stacking that shit. So I said, well, if I lose, I lose then. But this is how much I plan on, on, on putting on them. But, Damn, so you going on vacation now with your winners. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, man. I'm just uh, I'm just going to chill, man, because what I've been doing since these COVID cards, which I call these lopsided, like, you know, um, guaranteed, like, win cards, was I've just been betting a whole bunch, you know, just to, wait, uh, uh, just to win, like, one or $200 every other week. And uh, I've been like stacking them with like guarantee UFC cards and guarantee you know NBA uh, uh, games. So now we're starting to like dwindle down a little bit. I'm just gonna just gonna chill. I don't see a whole bunch of like guarantee like you know uh, a lopsided cards coming up. You know. So. Nah. I hear you, man. I mean, there ain't nothing nice anyway this week, right? Like, it's all, all the odds look crazy. 
but uh, yo, but shout out to TVV. Y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. Give uh, CYP my boomerang, and I'm out. All right. Uh, we got. We went to King of May. He was no. My Jean Biz, no. Steve in Chicago. What is up? My town up in K-Town. Hey, Daddy. This is Dollar Beat. I drink soda. I eat pizza. I hang out with chicks all day. These fighters still can't beat me. They fighting every day. They're gaining gym every day. Give me six weeks. And I got it. Boxingways.com. Yo, Ness. What's happening? What up, champ? Yeah, I'm for my picks. I'm gonna just pick two because you know the rest of them we pick on Patreon. So for the show, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick the two fights that I believe are fifty fifty or could be fifty fifty. So and uh, I'm picking Ramirez over Postal, and I'm gonna pick Truax over Angulo. The rest of them are are pretty pretty easy picks but those are the two those two fights to me are the two fights to watch this weekend damn postal's a plus 500 yeah they're tight but hey man i wanted to tell you man i didn't know you were getting ray on Uh, a quick story you know ray grew up close to where i live and he got his start on a local radio station announcing uh high school football and basketball and a lot of you know young latinos especially you know look up to him because he made it you know he's a good dude yeah man and i i actually funny story i worked with one of his uncles i don't know ray personally but i used to work with one of his uncles at a job i had so yeah man he's a good dude that he's got a big family good family he uh, is, but, uh, man. He's always treated me very nice. Um, and and ha- ever since I met him, he's always said he listens to the show and says like little things that lets you know that he listens. So, so he's always yeah, been a good guy. I didn't know he's the one that set up the interview, but I didn't know that he was gonna come on. So that's why I didn't have a post for him. That was so, yeah. That, that was that, that's how I found out. That's how I found out who she was because I don't. I never heard of her. You know. That's that's what I was telling you. Like when I was. Like, we never hear from them, you know, from the PVC, uh, the behind-the-scene people too much, you know. But, uh, but yeah, man, great. The interview went great, man. I loved it. It made my night. And then, uh, hey, man, to Coach Mitty, we were talking earlier in the chat. Uh, to me, I've been talking to a few other people. I say put a 10-rounder and up on that, on that league. And the only reason why is because at least in a 10-rounder, you know the guy has had some fights, and you could do a little research on him. And, and usually, 10-rounders are tight. Uh, but with, uh, like, these six-rounders and eight-rounders, I, I know this is a new league, and we're just starting this, but just my opinion and, and info agreed with me on this. Uh, I would say stick to just 10-rounders and up. And I don't care what country they're in, but just... You know, because people say I'm a hater, but I don't care. But the like the eight, the eight and six rounders, man, it's hard to, you know, it, it's just it's like you just go to box track. You know, we don't know a lot of these guys, even in America. You know, mm-hmm. so I just my suggestion, I say ten rounders and up, ten or twelve rounders. I'm good with any and all of those. I hear I you. I hear you. You got a boomerang too, so I'll come back to you. Um, but so. 
if we're looking at today's card, right? Let me see. Is it just me and Mitty? I got to get this thing here. Oh, my, uh, right, I mean, my... like, it can make sense, but I, I'm sure <laughs> that there will be, like, you know... No, exceptions, no, no, but let me... Exceptions here and there, right? Let me, so, because, let me, let me just say, if we went with that rule without, like you're saying, having some sort of exception, then Elvis wouldn't have made Elvis the cut. Elvis wouldn't be on there. You know, yeah. Adelaide wouldn't have made the cut, and I want to see David. I want to see if he pans out. Like, you know, I've been following him. I tried to schedule him. Yeah. He was Tyson Fury's spawn partner. Jared Anderson is Tyson Fury's spawn partner, so I'm giving him equally the same amount of publicity that I'm giving the American spawn partner for Tyson Fury. So, you know, we got to keep that fight. Uh, Sonny Edwards is the brother, but that's a 10 rounder, so that's on a 10 rounder. Yeah, like, I, I mean, like, they, they with that rule, like, like I said, like, we, we're always gonna have to be flexible because you know, things happen and all those things. My my suggestion, and it's not even my suggestion, that's what has been happening. All the fights are up for selection every Sunday. I call in for Joe, I send the fights to you guys. And then we discuss what fight gets removed and what fight doesn't get removed. It's not like I'm doing it. Hey, and didn't we so, even so post we, it last week? Didn't we post it too for yeah, people to? to... Uh, I don't know. I don't think I don't think we posted, but we spoke about it on the show. So I, I just want to make sure that first of all we don't miss any any fights, like you know, uh, that's number one. And then we can you know have a conversation. But I, I'm suggesting that we open up the group to more people right and i mean that's what i was trying to tell steve also right so i know i was being cheeky on there and say hey send me the fight and do that but if you want you know when i call what's his name like, uh, so, info on sunday you can be part of that call too no problem like uh -oh, and, you know, steve, or, or whoever wants steve, to be on there. they put you on the committee uh-oh we're gonna see a bunch of chicago fighters now <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, they don't fight 10 rounders, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> we gonna, we're going to see, uh, what's her name? Sunny. Sunny. Uh, oh, oh, the, the, the girl that. Uh, Sunny Lynn. Summerlin. Uh, Summerlin. 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 Yes. Yeah, Yo. but no, but it's not, it doesn't know just go for Steve, right? Anyone wants to maybe put the, the idea would be to put it on Patreon, even like drop the list on. Uh, community page on Patreon and see what people come yeah, back. I mean, them. if you want me to do that, if you send me the, uh, the, uh, the list, the full list, and then you can just put it on the community and then we yeah, look at the comments and, let and them, stuff like and that. Let them, and let them comment and go off the comments on which one you should keep or take off. Yeah, we, we can do things like that. Too. Or, That's or I can, I can put them all as a poll. And you vote, nah, that's, you vote that's on the too ones many that you polls. want to like stay to vote no, which no, one not gets included separate, and then, like, not separate. Meaning each. Never mind. But yeah, anyway, yeah, I mean we'll work it we'll out. We'll work it Steve. out. We'll work it out. But Steve, you've been invited to the committee. We're going out to Stonebone in Colorado. I bet I hope I ain't too echoey, man. I'm in my uh, attic, man. Read, doing a little reading. I ain't too echoey, am I? I know I'm in an empty-ass nah, attic. Nah, nah you good. sound good. Sound good. Oh. Um, let's see. What the audio of the fights? I'll start with, uh, with the uh, lower, with the lower, lower card. I'm going to go with all of the Latino names itself, uh, Angulo. I think Truax still got enough in the tank to do that. Angulo, 
Man, is it, is who he with now? He's still with Virgil. Who is he with now? He just he wanted to know. He just still getting a check, man. Shout out to him, man. Get your money, but he ain't finna win this Truex. I think Truex still got. He got a, a a good chat. He a good opponent. You know what I mean, he's still a good opponent for some fighters. So, I think he he can get this one done. And I'm gonna go with all the rest of the Lars and the, uh, everybody else who sound Latino, uh, Mendoza, and who else was on that? Uh, I know I'm. That's, I'm pretty much yeah. All the Latinos. We're gonna go there. The rest of them guys, you gotta look. So if it's Latino on Latino, good luck to both of y'all. It's a fifty fifty. <laughs> and um. Dane, I like Dane Dubois, man. It just, I think he's going to win this fight. I think he can beat Joe Joyce. I just don't know. I wonder, I worry about guys with little heads and wide shoulders. Because it always, just when you got a small head and the rest of your body is big, it almost signals. It kind of signals unnatural to me, you know, like. It, either when your head get too big, like Barry Buns, or if your head stay too small and the rest of your body get too big, sometimes it just don't. Who like, are you talking about? Who got a little head? Come on. Is, he's talking Dubois. about Dubois. Oh, I got to go Google this. No, I'm talking about he's saying at, Dubois too a, big, like, and it's not natural. Like. Pull up a picture of Dubois and look at, if you just study human physics <laughs> and you'll see, study human physics and the, the human body. And you'll see the alignment between your shoulder blades and your head. And sometimes when your body grows bigger and your head stays smaller, it's usually due to stimulants and different things. The reason they used to say about Barry Buns, like, oh, why his head stay little? Then his wait, head got wait, 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 wait. Are you insinuating that what? he's on some sort of enhancements? Man, listen, I've heard multiple times that his body didn't become that way naturally. I'll move to the next subject. You can do your own research about that. Um, you know I'm going with Jose Ramirez because I want him and Bud to have that fight. Listen, Jose Ramirez versus Bud is just as big as uh, if he, especially if he become undisputed, it's just as big as a Mikey. Ooh, somebody gonna have to hit you with that boomerang, yo. But uh, I think for Bud, I mean, isn't Crawford uh, postal too big if postal upsets Ramirez? But there's going to be a, a rematch clause on there anyway. He's going to have to beat Ramirez twice. Yo, he, I don't know about that, but he killed me, man. He said, Dubois got a small head. <laughs> so, so you agree with that? And, and a big... I mean, like, the way it looks, it looks massive. I, I have no idea about, like, whether it's taking steroids or whatever, if whether it's natural or not. I, I don't know, man. But, but this but, is all I'm going to say. He started his career in 2017 and now... That's that's how I've known him. I've seen videos. Bro, he's a specimen, is he? And he was a kid also, so bro, like. And that's what I'm saying. But as a as, as, kid, as an amateur, he had the same body. Like I'm not. I didn't see any huge. De like AJ got more defined as the years yeah. went by. He really took bodybuilding serious. It doesn't look like Dubois is out here bodybuilding. Oh. Listen, I, I've seen some pictures of Dubois at his amateur club, right? So when he was young, and dude told me that he was 13 on that picture. Bro, he was like big already at 13 years old, man. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like juicing. I, I doubt it. But who knows, man? Like, you know, we'll find out if he's dirty. That'll pop at one. You know, it'll pop at some point. I, I hope not, man. You know.
That'll be crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be real. His <laughs> his demeanor doesn't give that off. No, I don't think so. He's like, um, yeah, you know, <clears throat> he seems such a quiet dude. Like he hasn't really come yeah. out of shell yet. No, mm. that that that's true. But like, I mean, you can't just you know say a man is not guilty just because he seems like a quiet dude. I'm not no, saying he's course. guilty either, right? But I I. I'm with you though. I don't think like you know. I don't think that's him. I don't think that's the type Bro, of I guy. Hate, but I hate but who knows, in man? A sport, man. I, I, you know, I wish it didn't exist because it, it puts so much doubt on everything. Yeah, <laughs> someone say it was born like that. <laughs> People are crazy. Bro, I just think Rich he is kid. like one of them big dudes, man. Yo, I look at I look at Dubois and it remind me of the dude that played Kingpin. Remember the dude who played with the deep voice, Mario? What? King like Kingpin? Kingpin, Kingpin is in, like in uh, Woody Harrison. Like in, in, in Daredevil, Mario? Kingpin? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's his uh, name? He also played the Green that? Mile. He also played the Green Mile. His name is... Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, damn it. He's, I think he died, right? And he what? played Pulp Fiction, that dude? He died? No, he didn't die? Nah, nah, oh, nah. You talking about Ving Rhames from Pulp Fiction. Unless no, Vin, was Oh, yeah, Vin Rhames. That's what you're talking about? I'm not talking about. He talking about. Oh, that's what Vin I'm talking, talking about. about the dude from Green Mile. Yeah. And, okay. and from Kingpin. But but that guy is not in Kingpin, the guy from Green Mile. Kingpin, we're talking about the... No, he's, the, uh, you're talking the about bowling. the bowling No, listen, listen. Ness is talking about the su that superhero yeah, movie. superhero movie. I'm talking about Daredevil. He was Kingpin oh. and Daredevil, I believe. But he... Oh. I don't, he, know, I don't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's Kingpin and Daredevil. Anyway. All right. Uh, we got a new caller in the 301. What state is that? Uh, 301. No, Area code is state of Maryland. Ladies and gentlemen, making his professional debut. Maryland. First time caller. Who's this? 301. 301 going once. That's you. Now I'm listening to the thing in my ear, babe. All right. I guess he's just listening or he's at work listening. All right. We have to double back to King Amin. Trying you one more time. All right. All right. There you go. Let's go to Amin. And my crisp, and my crisp, fellas. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Yeah, man. So listen, um, I got an upset special for y'all. Uh-oh. Listen closely. Pull, 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 pull. Tony Lewis is going to upset Barbosa. Why? Because Tony Lewis, that's what he do. He's a skinny little twerp that you think you're hitting him with punches and he's just like he got a way of turning his body sideways and throwing these little loopy little punches. I've been watching him on Showbox since the better part of 2017. Yeah, he's an upset special. He's an upset special. Barbosa's not going to be able to put him down. Barbosa ain't coming out of COVID putting Tony Lewis down. That's not the, that's not the put down fight. And Tony Lewis is going to upset his ass. Trust me. Listen, trust me. 
Now, yeah, you ain't doing bigger... as good as job as Mitty did convincing us with Congo. I'm yo, nervous. yo, I can't, I, I, I can't, know I, know I can't Lewis. do it. I know Lewis, and you know he's he's, he's lost to like Derrick Matthews. Won. Like it's, I don't know. He's, he's a guy won. who's never been able to get over that hump to me. Yeah, he's never got, he's never got the show. So box who's he, Dillian White? Who's he, Dillian White? Oh no, no, because he never got the showbox win. Like every time I seen him, he was on showbox and didn't win. He gonna get this one. I, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm feeling maybe I'm feeling ballsy since uh since since I missed the pick on Zoo. So let me just let me just be in my bag, man. Yo, let me get he, in my bag. He lost to Ivan Redcatch at 35 by UD though by UD though. But he yeah. does have double the experience of Arnold Barbosa. Two forty rounds box to Arnold Barbosa's one twenty. But he don't got the power of Barbosa. Barbosa. But, uh, listen, yeah. but I'm liking what I'm, you know, King Amin is telling us. Though that's the kind of thing I want to hear. He said he's been watching him for years and he's the upset specialist and all that. You know, hey, don't well, make well, me change maybe. my pick. I mean, you know. Hey. Nah, listen. Trust I, me. I trust me. Worse. He's saying trust me, so I have to trust him. It's man. too late. I already put my pick on the on the Pick'em League on Patreon, and I ain't picked Lewis. We can change, you know. Nah, I'm good. I don't be doing that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, outside of that, though, man, DBX is asking me, um, what's up with Saturday, man? So I'm going to leave that up to y'all, man. I'm, I'm ready. I was ready last week. I know we had some circumstances, but you know what I'm saying? Let's get this, you know, let's get this Battle Boss thing going. We, uh, you know, a week in between. Mario, Mario, the the one, but it, Mario the one owes an explanation. He had, uh, you know, something come up. Hopefully everyone is available from last card for this card, but it's late in the game. No. Yeah, but, but Mar- Mario don't owe, like, Mario don't owe no, no explanation. All he owes is oh, attendance and his ahead, presence. Right. No explanation needed. Yeah, That's all we got. It's a little late in the game to set anything up for this Saturday that isn't already scheduled with, with, with I guess, Sony or something like that. But I if it know. was in place from last Saturday, ain't much to set up. It's like if you Eddie right. Hearn left the, left the match right. room ring out. You right. You right. Yep. So, Mario, he's putting the pressure back on you. Are you ready for this Saturday to take on your battle with King Amin? The hell? I thought we were already set. Ooh. You said August 29th was the makeup date. Ooh. That's what I'm saying, man. Let's give the people what they want. And that's, you know what I'm saying? You you, you can't look in the backyard and see if you got the ring set up still? Nah, listen. If my my champ wanted to defend his title, we going to let him defend his title. Yeah, Listen, so let's, we were, let's set we off the, the weekend. We got a great weekend of boxing. So let's set it off right, Mario. Let's, let's show up and do this right. And then we got the live chat. So we got everything else going. Let's do it like that. That's mm. be fire that set up like that. Call out. Yo, see you Saturday, champ. Uh, looking like King Born Brooklyn. When you see old dirty bastards fall in a position like that, then you know that I'm getting ready to bust Yo, you Yo, hear me? You hear yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, what, What's going on, peoples? Yo, shout out to everybody in the back chat. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of like got an injury. You know, I got a foot injury, so I'm kind of like I'm kind of like lost in the sauce. But let's get it going. Let's get it popping like this. Yo, I got my man Barbosa <laughs> sleeping, Lewis. You know what I mean? Sleeping him. 
<laughs> Sleeping on that's not easy to tell, yo. It's not easy to tell. The dude don't got no knockout power. Saw a box rack. He look mad suspect, like usual suspects. You know what I mean? So I I I'm 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 listen, man, it's a pick and fight, but I'm giving to Paul Bosa, man. And what's up with who 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 stick them? Snick them, snare the room. Yo, who that? Snyder this. You know, Shikers, Shider, you think nice? Talk about name, yo. But you know what? If I had a name like that, I would have to fight. Word is born. I gotta, I gotta be nice fighting like that, man. I gotta be nice, yo. I got Ramirez. You know what I mean? Um, listen, man. It, they, everybody want Victor Postul to win, man. Ramirez is, is hungrier. You know what I mean? He's hungrier. And then he wants smoke with Buck Crawford. You know what I mean? Listen, I got Kel Brook still taking that fight with Crawford. I said it. I got Kel Brook still taking that fight with Crawford, man. I, yo, he ain't getting no money. You only getting yo, He ain't getting no money. He's sitting down. He's sitting down in, in the UK and and crumpets, man. Yo, come on and fight, man. Even if you lose, at least you got some money. You know what I mean? Them it's Corona time. You know what I mean? But like I said, man, I, I'm on my way to Georgia. I still got 1,500 miles to go. I'm out. Peace. Yo, stay safe, champ. Peace. Remember, we got we got other other old shows that you probably ain't even heard. So whenever you know you're on them roads late night alone or whatever, listen to those Yo, midi. Tim Zhu, Tim Zhu, the art of war. Yeah. I've got Tim. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Mitty, I wanted to get your thought because you wasn't on this morning show. Um, what happened? What do you think about Brooke and and and, and Tim Zhu uh, at fifty four? Is Bro, that I, something? Do you think I, that? I, do you think that Eddie and Brooke would go to Australia because there's tickets, or is that still a bigger nah. fight in the UK without I tickets? Mean, I, I'm not saying like. A big big fight but i think you know they can hype it up like somehow I, I think like you know brooke still has a decent name in the uk but not like it was let's say two three years ago right uh i don't think they go to australia for that fight but i was talking about well, you that know they paid with... jeff horn 2.1 yeah i know i know i know that like you know i know that uh, and like I told you, it makes sense. It was smart investment to pay Jeff on two point one, right? You just pay, you know, to boost your career, to boost your ranking, and all that. So that's what Jeff Horn demanded, and they had to give it to him. If you want to make a name off my name, no problem. Give me two million, take you three hundred k. But I don't think like uh, Brooke is gonna do it like that. Going to Australia, he's gonna say, hey, "Come here." You know, and let's make like uh, money. They won't pay much either. But it's an interesting fight. It's a fight that you know Kelbrook will be wait, dangerous wait, wait, the first half. Me. What do you What do you mean? Who won't Who won't want the fight financially? Like no, no. Uh, Brook won't want to go over there. I think like so. He, he wouldn't mind to fight him in the UK. I'm sure. But wait, uh, but wait, but wait. But it, but he won't go to to Australia, man. But why not? If they offer him the same 2.1 that they gave Horn, which obviously they could do, now Brooke brings Sky Sports pay-per-view plus the yeah, zone but, USA but Brooke money. Yeah, but Brooke can just, like, you know, Brooke can just, like, you know, 
a bigger fight with a bigger name and get more money, right? But so he's not. He, that, that, but he's yeah. not. Listen, like, I mean, they just it's offered one him 1.5. Yeah, but, but that's not what's going to happen. That You know, 1.5 is the one that he's laughing at, right? So they're going to end up at something above 2.1, man, trust me. Like, they're going to come back with a revised offer for, for Brooke, man. Like, you think, like, you know, Brooke's going to be okay? That's cool. Give me 1.5 and we're fighting. He's going to laugh it off. He's going to just, you know, they're going to go above 2 million for sure. For You know, they, they're going to revise that offer. I mean, know? knowing that they started at 1.5, though. Yeah. And that Khan I mean, that, received 8 million coppagers reporting. Yeah, they're not going to get 8 million. It's impossible now to get 8 million because just, of... But isn't it better? That's, what I, that's why I'm saying, if you can't even get what Khan got, yeah. Go fight Zoo. But why? In why? Because, because you could. It, it, because you no, could. Be, and this Because fans, you think and you money, think he's gonna win. You're gonna think he's gonna win. Oh, you for don't sure. think he's gonna win? Like, I mean, like it's a dangerous fight. Like you know, we don't know what version of like uh, Kell Brook we still have. If really Kell Brook is in cash out mode, he's not gonna cash out with Team Zoo. He's gonna cash out with Crawford. He's gonna cash out even if he has to wait next well, year well, when there is like well, a stadium or. Well, then more reason for him not to fight Crawford and instead fight Zoo. Like, we, no, we, we like, as fans do. don't want to see a they, cash out? That, like, let me tell you, Jeff Horn, like, is going to be remembered now uh, as the guy who retired and was retired by Tim Zoo. Like, and, uh, and I'm sure that's not what he wanted. He got money, that's okay. Like, Kel Brook is never ever gonna want to be remembered as the guy that was retired by Tim Zoo, right? So he's gonna want to be the one that gets say, okay, that's cool. I had my shot at Crawford. I made good money with it, and that's my parting fight. No problem. I I can you know retire happy knowing that I lost to Crawford instead of saying like if he loses to Tim Zoo, he's gonna get he's gonna get like a, I, I'm some glad, kind I'm of glad like, you gave us your opinion because I didn't think. See, I never thought Kelbrook would lose to Tim Zoo. I'm not saying that he will lose. It's possible. It's possible because you don't know what kind of fighters is left, like the state of like Tim, uh, you know, of Kelbrook, and Brook will give him all kind of problem in the first six, seven round. If he goes past that. You don't know who you've got left. You got someone who's got two eye, two broken eyes, man. What are you talking about? Like, and you got someone that you know we know is fading towards the end of the fights, and he's not getting any younger, you know. And he's there with a young guy who's hungry, you know. So it, it could happen. It could happen. It's dangerous. Makes no sense for him. Go with big name, get money, and then retire. Yeah, man, I really don't want the Brook fight if it's a cash out. We're going to go to TJ on a Super Chat, says uh, Mike Clark Duncan, and he passed away That's years ago. And Daniel Dubois does look mad unnatural now that I'm looking at it, Stone. Hashtag Ray Robinson. Hashtag get him. Hashtag Ohio. <laughs> oh, man. He's we gonna, got one he's gonna more. He's going to make me get Ray Robinson, but it's it's just not the same type of interview, dog. Like, you know, you guys are going to be pumping Ray up and souping him up in the comment section and in the in the Patreon. And it's like, nobody wants him to fight Crawford, but you, TJ. I'm, 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 <laughs> like, I'm, Yo, not, we got I'm not trying to be part of the campaign that gets Ray that fight. Like, Ray needs to be Josecito, 
Thomas Delorme, Jamal James. Then we could start talking about Ray versus Crawford. And and I don't even think that should get you a Crawford fight, beating Josecito, Jamal James. Like, you know, he's got to... It's no, man, no. He can't, Come on, y'all got to stop that, man. Yo, why y'all still bringing up this, this amateur laws, bro? Chill. Damn, Mitty, could you imagine being a pro fighter and losing to someone in the amateurs and people still giving you stick as a pro? I, th- this is what I'm saying. That's why people like, are careful about what they're doing with their matchups. Yeah, man. Like People are ruthless, man. Yeah, we have one more uh, super chat from John Feliciano. Says, shout out to TBV working. And Mario Kelbrook beats Amir Khan's arse. Had to come after you after your comments earlier. That is hilarious that you make that uh, joke. That oh. fight is done and that's it, you know. Yeah. Right. I think they fight one day, honestly. Nah, that fight will never happen now. And I don't want to see we'll it see. anymore. I want you to see it, but I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah, I, here's the only reason I would want to see it is just because we never saw it. Like, if somebody said, hey, you want to see Gamboa, Wanma? I'd be like, yeah, sure. I'm not going to pay for it. You know, I'm not going to, you know, yeah, hold it to they, the same regard. But at They the same messed time, up big like, time. They could have made money. They could have made money. That could have been a trilogy pay-per-view. What is vulnerable is yeah. both of them were because Gamboa would have won. He was always going to be my pick in the Lopez fight. But he's, you know, he was vulnerable enough that Lopez could have knocked him down a few times in each fight. Maybe even won because Lopez had a very big punch back then. But let me get to this... Uh, Boomerang from 704 to Steve in Chicago. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, what's up, guys? What up? Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, Joe was asked. I guess I'm going to go ahead and join that uh, that thing for the Pick'em League. But like I said, I really, I don't really care. You know, like I said, I just want the 10-rounders, but... uh just to, to get, I don't want to spend too much time on talking about that, but next, like you were saying, Elvis Rodriguez, yeah, but like who is he fighting? Like these prospects when they fight, like we don't really know a lot of their opponent. We know about them, but like who's that guy? You know what I'm saying? Like when you're in a 10 rounder, you have enough information on both fighters to make some type of decision, you know, because they've been around a little bit. The prospect fights, you know, a lot of times, you know, once in a while you'll get one that's decent, but a lot of times, like, you don't know who the who the B-side is, you know. And usually they're wipeouts because they're building these guys up. But, yeah, that, that's it on that. But, hey, man, on this Australia thing, I just want to make a comment. Ness, this, this fight was big because it was Jeff Horn and this guy. Not every fight in Australia is going to be big. Those were two local guys. Pacquiao Horn was big. Oh, listen, man. Last year, I remember watching some fights, and they were on that ESPN Plus, and they were in Australia, and they were doing them in a strip club, man. And the strippers were walking around with the ring cards. Like, his boxing is not that big. Like, if they got a big name, like a legend, like Pacquiao, yeah. But, man, they, they, them, they put them fights in strip clubs and that down there. It's different over there. But, uh, yeah, man, really, that's all I got. All right. 
listen, tomorrow, join us at 9 a.m. Uh, for our morning show, and then you can also join us at 5 p.m. for Beating the Odds. And uh, remember, I tried to tell uh, Steve earlier, he just didn't hear. It's okay, so did Cody Wilson really beat him? That's my next question. So remember, uh, he said, and, and you're right, Steve, you know, you're right, you might, and, and, and both of us might find a bunch of fights that, you know, are uh, six-rounders where we don't have this information. But luckily enough, Elvis is fighting someone that's fought someone, you know, and beat that someone at the very least, right? So uh, Elvis is fighting Cody Wilson. Cody Wilson beat Dan Carpensi. Dan Carpensi is the brother of Tommy Carpensi. So uh, I'll have a little tip for y'all on the betting show um, as I get this information back from, you know, sources close to the camp. Yeah, catch us out here tomorrow, 9 a.m. And like I said, 5 p.m., patreon.com, betting show. Uh, That is 15 and up. But, hey, well worth it when you land that parlay. Uh, We got 503 on Blog Talk. You never press one. So you're going once twice see you later all right midi staying up like a g Uh, ohio runs boxing with the super chat love last minute appreciate it champ appreciate it as always yo you didn't even say nothing about the conwell interview i put out the conwell interview or did i not because like i didn't hear you say nothing uh my gene best says boomerang and there's tj also on the super chat and we got TJ with the super chat saying, we didn't want Aegis, but we consistently hear about it being a good fight and talk about Bud getting dropped. Plus, Bud is not only option for him. Facts. Only option for who? Constantly, excuse me. Only option for who? I don't know what we were talking about. Why you wrote that? I don't know. I don't know the context. TJ, hit me up. Uh, my Jean, but sorry. What up? Yo. So, Ness, I'm not gonna say you're right about this Webster fight, but I'm changing my pick to a draw. Um, these guys are both suspect. Uh, it's gonna be the ugliest fight of the weekend. I can guarantee you that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go for the draw. Uh, and then the second thing I had was um, appreciation. Uh, you know, I heard Stonebone this morning. He was talking about, you know, supporting supporting your own people and everything. And, again, I think uh, this is a community. So I say we do um, – this is, a, you know, probably my pothead mind uh, also thinking about it. Um, we should do appreciation night in – Colorado, go to Stone Bones Dispensary. Everybody spent two to three hundred dollars, and we can support one of our own. This is also, you know, like I said, my pot had my thinking, but I think it's also a good idea. Most of us are smokers anyway. Well, that's uh, my call. It's definitely an untitled. I'll have a, a, a detailed answer for you on untitled. Oh, what's that? Midi in his mic, or is it Mario? Mario, oh, the mic toucher. I'm on. Uh, Trey Boomerang. But yeah, I could give you a detailed answer on that um, on Patreon because it, it will be a lot of information. Uh, but I would love to do something like that. Um, but 
Trey, anybody talk to us? Hey, yeah, yeah. Stone Bone brought up something, man. Uh, I always say about Daniel Dubois. He got uh, Anthony Joshua's upper body with Deontay Wilder's legs. You know what I'm saying? He always looked a little disproportionate to me. But I, I don't know if I think steroids or nothing. But I do think he built kind of funny. I feel like he kind of top-heavy. But that's still my boy, man. I got him. I, I even got him beating um, Joe Joyce. So uh, I think he up next out of the young guys. And then I had something else, man, but I forgot. That's my call. All right. That looks like it could be everyone. I'm going to check messages. Any other super chats I see here? That's TJ. Yeah, there was we none said more. That. We said no, that, no, no. but I don't know the context of the TJ one, bro. I'm so lost with that. But um, Let me see. We got like... John Feliciano earlier, and then let's see. After him, there's Ohio Runs Boxing. Yeah, I got We just sent a super it. chat, okay? And then TJ says, we didn't want Igis, but we consistently hear about it being a good fight. And talk about but oh he's talking about but my bad getting dropped plus but oh, is not only yeah. yes Cavalaskis yeah but what is the context uh, of is this? not only option for him facts wait we didn't want Cavalaskis but we consistently hear about it being a good fight and talk about but getting dropped plus oh. but it's not only option for him facts uh, okay uh, you get I, it I think so you say that you know we we don't always want certain fights but then. After the fact, like you can just end up being about good. it being a decent fight. Got and you, got you. It yeah. also shows like you know vulner- vulnerabilities maybe and stuff like that. Well, I'll so. tell you this, man. Cavalaskis is set up in his next fight to look like the mean machine. If he doesn't, he wasn't because that would be oh. that would be draw. Who's he with, fight again? Uh, Michael Zuski from Canada. Zuski, yeah. So it would be a draw with Ray Robinson, where the public thought you lost. Uh, a, a knockout loss to Crawford, and then you know if you lose to Zuski, it's like he's done. But maybe he's one of those guys who you know doesn't fight well depending on the opponent. I don't know, man. He can't lose to Zuski. No, he, no, he can't. He, he can't, can't lose to Zuski. But, but, but I'd rather but him might look sink good. Up the joints, you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't want he him might. to do that. I, I don't want him to do that. He's got to look good. Yes, some people do that. Some, especially with like you know, nah, you man. don't know, you don't know how he's been training during the the lockdown and all that. Yo, you, know, you so. love giving guys this excuse every week. You've been coming on. You don't know how he's been training. You don't know how he's been. It's no, true. It's your but job that, to train. That is your job. You yeah, are a professional it, fighter. It, it, it is. You can't it give is. Them the pass. You know, I'm telling you, I know how you see fighters Mare? are, man. You see Michaela huh? Mayer? You see Michaela Mayer? You see Jared Anderson? You see Jamel Heron? Like, this fight is out. Terrence Crawford, this fight is out. Yeah, there's some that do, but there's some that don't, so man. The, I'm telling right, you. So the ones that don't should get their ass whooped. Yeah. They ain't trained. That's on them. I'm telling you, like, like Jono Carroll, like, you know, that's what happened, man. You like, think he didn't they train? go in there. Man, it didn't look like it trained, bro. And then he also had, like, weight issues and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, and you don't know. Sometimes it's like, you know, they are apart from their trainers and they're not able just to, you know, regroup in camp and all that. Especially not the top guys. The top guys have all the, the resources available to them. It's, you know, the BC level guys, they don't have all those resources. They have to, you know, think on their feet, try to be resourceful themselves, try to save money here and there. And with lockdown, it's even harder. So we have to take that in consideration. Uh, 
I still got you here. Yeah, you got me. They yeah. just still they just still kicking white back in, yo. If white in it, it, listen, white is in the same boat as AJ before him, Wilder before him. He's going to he get the did. same he's going to get the same treatment. If he does he just lose to back to back to Pavekin, yeah, I hear everything that you're saying, but until then, he's but, not done. He's got his rematch. But, but one thing, one thing I want to say about that white situation, though, and that's what I like, and I told you before, Dillian will not shy away from media and all that. Like you know, as early as the next day, he was just doing interviews and just yeah. saying like, you know, I said what I say, I stand by, you know, what I said before, and this is boxing. Yeah, he said like, you know. A lot of things, you know. He didn't go back and say, "Oh, you know what? You know, I could have done this, this, and that." Like some people go into just like you know, and I understand them. Like they don't go and expose themselves to the media or at least to social media because the, the media and the journalists Shit. they are Brazil, professional. Remember they Brazil? Brazil deleted a couple people. Delete the yeah, social media. But but that's because that's social media. But journalists, at least you know, they're going to ask you maybe pushing question here and there, but they're going to be respectful. Social media are people that, you know, can hide behind a handle, don't give a damn and think that they can say whatever the hell they want. And, you know, uh, th those are dangerous people. I understand why Brazil deleted this stuff. I understand why people just don't put themselves out there. But at least you have to commend the people that go and face the normal media and speak to their fans because, you know, whatever you, whoever builds you up, they're the same people that will help you rebuild again. You have to be in front of the media, talk to people and all that. So, yeah, man. All right. Well, uh, looks like we just got a new Patreon from Money Man Dan. He's in the chat and he said he just signed up and I checked it and he sure did. <laughs> Shout out to Money Man Dan. So, Money Man Dan, what you get at that level which is your five dollar level midi and i know it's late for you if you got to cut out but i'm good man. do your thing good, champ all right all right because you know ness never stops the empire must grow so uh let me see here we got for dan and anybody else uh the four the five dollar level he and anyone else that joins gets access to untitled Film Study Tuesday, where we review uh, fights. Usually, the, now we've kind of changed it, where we're reviewing fights that we're going to talk about for the betting show um, or fights that are going to happen on Saturday because we're going to be discussing the betting show. But the betting show is a $15 a month perk. But, again, at the $5, you do get Untitled, which is normally four- to five-hour show. Uh, film Study, where we review fights. You get to join uh, the Fantasy Pick'em League, Plus, you get to ask most of our guests a question uh, with our uh, Ask a Question series. And uh, then you get to be part of any other polls and stuff. Like, you get to uh, do any of the polls that we have, not only to pick the fights and the Pick'em League, but also for the uh, TBV boxing bars as well. So, yeah, thank you once again for signing up. Thank everybody for uh, listening today. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't done so. You can do that now in the future, the present, past. But remember to click that notification bell so you get notified every time we go live. Also, hit the thumbs up. Future, present, past helps with the visibility of the show. Peace. Later. Ready for Verci. Nesgto Instagram and Twitter. Peace. Yo, guys. Uh, good show tonight. 
You can find me here every Thursday and Sunday, occasionally on IG, Coach Mide. And for Doomsday, don't forget, L-I-A-L-I-N-E-Z on TikTok, everything. <laughs> Alex Lanzas. <laughs> you know, so. I know he's not here, so I had to say it for him, man. Yeah. Is Mario still there? Uh, Mario didn't, uh, but he's at Mario Munguia on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. All right, guys, I got to go. I got to walk these dogs. Peace. All right, peace.